0: From the HEP Roofing Studios. We want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Marivelle, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM, your home for Marivelle Rebels football. Let's just do it, okay? It's game day and time for Red Rebel football on the Junk Be Gone game of the week. If you have stuff that you want gone, give a buzz to Junk Be Gone. (laughs) These fine young men in red and black are about to write another chapter in the storied tradition of Maryville High School football. So tell Mama and them to get set for the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. And look out, because here come those Rebels on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7, Duke FM. Let's
1: go!
2: And good game day to you, and welcome to Rebel Radio Live from Bradley Central High School, high above the visiting concession stand for the Junk Be Gone game of the week and the Kitchen Tuna pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and tonight the Rebels open region play as they travel to face the Bradley Central Bears. The Bradley Bears come into tonight at 2-0, wins over McMinn County and Tyner Academy. The Rebels also a perfect 2-0, averaging more than 58 points in their wins over Heritage and Knoxville Central High School. Can the Red Rebels stay perfect and cool off the hot start from the Bradley Bears? We're about to find out, but Mr. Metz, as we look to preview tonight's game, how about them Rebels? On the road with
3: Hippie Wayno Ken, the scientist of statistics, I'm going with Tim McGraw tonight. It was Labor Day weekend, we have 17. I bought a Reeves pick and some Manu gasoline. I drove out to the county bear. When I saw him run for the first time, Price was standing there behind the line. I had a Red Rebel stain on a white T-shirt. Price was killing them, and I'm sure it's going to hurt. Let's go, Red
2: Rebels, baby. (laughs) Well, Ben, uh, you know, a second verse is always important, and I feel like you killed it tonight. Really excited to be here on the road, Bradley Central, arguably one of our two farthest trips here in 2023. But uh, a beautiful night for football. We've been blessed so far in 2023 tonight's no different. Rebels on the road at Bradley Central opening region play. Wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Yeah, you have Maribel coming into
3: Bradley with the 2-0 and record, showing some solid defensive football, only allowing an average 216 yards and 20 points in the first two games. Shut down Bobcats. Frank Johnson, region 2-5A player of the year, held them only to 4.1 yards per carry, and they come in here tonight to face the 2-0 Bears we have a cast of splash playmakers, most notably quarterback Miami-Ohio commit Caleb Martin, Tennessee ball Boo Carter at wide receiver, 630 yards of net offense. Hey, they allow fireworks on Labor Day weekend, Wayne.
2: Well, here's the thing. I, I look at it. This is a team Bradley Central should be very proud of their football team. 2-0 start, uh, really explosive against Tyner Academy, McMinn County, really dispatched them really early in, in the first two weeks. But – They haven't seen the explosive play of Casey Cobble, Price Davis, Uh, the defense, two touchdowns in two games from our defense. So I think it's going to be a tussle here in region play. This game is typically the last region game of the year, and it's for the region championship. Both teams have stellar uh, seasons the last few, really leading up to a late-season matchup to kind of set that one seed. Looks like we're going to have a, an early Christmas here. Is really tonight's going to play the play that card? And I really think even though it's the first game of region play, it may very well be for a region championship. Yeah, with how skilled both these teams are, this may not
3: be the only time these two teams face each other this year.
2: No, I, I think it could happen again. Uh, but uh, when the next time happens, the the one that goes home. Uh, We'll go home for the last time in 2023. But, uh, you know, we we were able last week to have a really good game against Knox Central High School. Price Davis stepped into a varsity role for the first time in his career as a starter, and, and Ben, I don't know that he could have performed much better. Three touchdowns on the ground, led the team in rushing, and just basically did everything you needed to do. Didn't put the ball on the ground, took care of things when needed to be taken care of, and uh, he was this week's Red Hot Minute interview. I think we need to listen to what Price, a little – A little inside track to what Price Davis likes and doesn't like uh, in the world of Red Hot Minute. Here's the interview. And we're pleased to be joined by this past week, Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game, Price Davis. Price, thanks for taking some time to talk to us.
4: Yeah, thank you.
2: Hey, it's always fun to be the Player of the Game. Again, I hope you enjoyed it. You definitely earned it. Three touchdowns led the team in rushing. But one of the benefits of doing so is getting to be part of this week's Red Hot Minute. Do you know much about the Red Hot Minute? Uh...
0: No, I do not.
2: Well, that's fine. You're about to. So it's 60-second shotgun-style questions where we ask you things very much non-football-related so that the listeners and the Red Rebel faithful can learn some things about Price Davis that they probably didn't know. Are you ready? Yep. The game begins in 3, 2, one. All right, Price, what is your favorite TV show?
0: Uh, favorite TV show, The Office.
2: Favorite superhero?
0: Uh, Gage Ledoux.
2: What is your favorite ice cream flavor?
4: Cookies and cream.
2: What is your favorite holiday movie?
4: Uh, Home
0: Alone.
2: What is your favorite class in high school, non-sports related? Algebra 2. What's your favorite follow on Instagram?
0: Um, Will Shipley.
2: In your opinion, who is the most intense coach on staff?
0: Coach Waters.
2: And if you're buying candy is it sweet or sour
0: always sour
2: what is your favorite pizza topping pepperoni all right and what is your go-to karaoke song <laughs> um <sighs> gotta get an answer what you got uh let me this, think. This one gets everyone, so this is good. Feliz Navidad. Hey, good call. Good call. Christmas. Price, you've outlasted this week's Red Hot Minute. I would guarantee that we learned some things about Price that we didn't know. And we may have learned something about Gage Ledoux being a superhero, so really <laughs> excited about that. But Price, appreciate it, as always, for, for doing this for us. Yeah, thank you. And congratulations on a great weekend, great Friday night this past week. Three touchdowns, and like I said, led your team to a big-time victory, non-region victory over the Knox central bobcats but i know you're getting prepared for this week's matchup against bradley so i don't want to take time away from that preparation so we'll kind of sign off here this red hot minute has been brought to you by underground connections inc if you're trying to do underground boring and trench work is just not in in the cards check out underground connections inc they're your one-stop shop for underground boring but we're going to take a break listen to these fine sponsors when we come back more of the kitchen tune-up pregame show right here on rebel radio 95.7 duke fm
5: are you facing the challenge of burying piping, wires, or conduits underground? Here's the game changer: Underground Connection. The Underground Drilling and Boring experts since 2005. they do directional boring, the method of choice when traditional trenching isn't feasible or when you desire minimal surface disturbance. Your go-to team for all commercial and residential underground drilling work, including rock, is Underground Connection. Fully licensed, insured, and proudly T and gas approved. Call now 865 865- 260 260 20 20 406-4127. Don't let traditional trenching hold you back. Call 865-406-4127. You'll be glad you did.
2: Welcome back to Bradley Central High School in the Kitchen Tuna pregame show. I'm Wayne Conzer alongside Ben Metz, and the Rebels are set to take on the Bradley Central Bears to open region play here in Class 6A. Ben, uh, just talked to Price Davis, his favorite superhero, Gage Ledoux. I think that's that's pretty that's pretty slick answer there uh, for the uh, for the junior running back. It tells you what kind of relationship
3: these guys have. I also like that he chose. Christmas and Feliz Navidad is his favorite song and you know at the Mets household we start decorating next week buddy
2: do you think do you think legitimately if he was to karaoke he would karaoke Feliz Navidad absolutely he'd go with the
3: Jose Feliciano version
2: that's what he told us, so I'll I'll, I'll take him at his word. But uh, Price Davis, this week's this past week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game, and this week's Red Hot Minute interview, a really great interview. But Ben, turn our, our tables to tonight again. Bradley Central on the docket, two and zero. Talk about they, they come in maybe one of the hottest Bradley Central teams in recent history. Coach Hunt is not overlooking this bunch. Really excited to play tonight, uh, but really two and zero start and they're looking for an opportunity to possibly knock off uh, the Red Rebels in not their their lifetime, maybe not their parents' lifetime, maybe their grandparents' lifetime. The last time the Red Rebels fell to the Bradley Bears, 1945. I'm going to go with an old movie. I'm going to go with great outdoors quote, Big Bear. Big Bear chase me. You remember
3: that? <laughs> this is a team of splash playmakers, starting with quarterback in Miami of Ohio commit Caleb Martin. He's been perfect, 25 of 36 for 385 yards and seven touchdowns. His top receiver is Bo Carter. Look for him to do that bubble route out in the perimeter. He's got nine receptions for 193 yards and four touchdowns. And you have to respect Jarius Rogers and Jay Terry at wide receiver. Watch for Coach Floyd to mobilize Martin in the pocket and try to get the ball to his playmakers.
2: I think those are great points. And I think, you know, talking with Coach Hunt earlier in the week, he is he's very happy about where his team has progressed to, but I think he talks about his team having a lot more that they can improve on. We talked to him earlier this week, again, recapping the Central game, Knox Central game, and then looking ahead to tonight's matchup with Bradley Central. Let's listen to the interview with the coach. Coaches, always. Thank you for the time, just sitting down talking with us. But uh, congratulations on a big win last week against the Central Bobcats. Your offense still continues to put up big numbers. You had to feel good about your your win last week.
1: Yeah, I did. I, I felt like defense played played really well, start to finish. Obviously, scored a defensive touchdown there in the second half. Caleb Brees, a big play. Um, offensively, we were a little sloppy in the first half. We had some miscues that. That was frustrating and, and and really just kind of fundamental stuff with a snap and a couple penalties that when you get to a first and 20 type situation it's just hard and you know against good teams it's hard to overcome we were fortunate um, on one of them to continue the first scoring drive and, and get a touchdown there and the second time we couldn't overcome it so uh, we were much better in the second half we hit some big plays and had some had some the ball bounced our way a couple times but uh, yeah I mean overall good team win and um, you know we were excited
2: about it. You talk about Caleb Reeves. I think that's a good place to sit for a minute. Uh, he's had a really good start to 2023. He, he's the one that hit the quarterback that popped loose the first defensive touchdown there in, in week one against Heritage. And then he actually gets to cash in himself last week, pick six, uh, really uh, had some nice wheels on him actually heading to the end zone. Caleb's a
1: heck of an athlete. You know, he played some tight end fullback for us last year. Um towards the end of the season when Eli Elkins was no longer available. And he's physical. You know, he can catch the ball well. He runs well. Having him on the defensive side is obviously an advantage for us. So, yes, he is a really nice player and somebody that we hope only continues to improve.
2: And last week, you talk about the defense did really well. Offensively, one thing we talked about in the last week's coaches show was Price Davis getting his opportunity to be a varsity starter. Uh, he stepped in, did a lot of great things last week. Led the team in rushing. Ended up being the Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. What do you got to say about Price's first start?
1: Just uh, not surprised. He he is um, a really good player as well. Uh, sees He sees. He sees the front really well. He can he can make adjustments. He can make cuts. He has a feel for it, has a knack. I think he's a natural running back for sure. So I think he feels more comfortable there, you know, than when he was playing a little bit of slot receiver. But he was just so good with Gage on the field. We had to have him out there too, you know. He's going to be just fine. You know, he's, he's going to be uh, – he's he like i said he's ready for it he's certainly got the talent for it and so we're I, i'm not concerned or worried in the least about what price is able to do we we've got to continue to get better in a lot of in a lot of areas on the offensive side of the ball if we want to compete in our region but man price davis what a what a great first night he had as a starter and he's only going to get better
2: Absolutely, and he, he came up there with a lot of respect for his offensive line, really gave them a lot of credit to open the, the post-game interview. Uh, just really respectful young man. Yeah, a lot of bright things going to be in front of him. But looking ahead to this week, we do you talk about in our region, opening region play this weekend against the Bradley Central Bears, a team that, talk about hot starts, they're 2-0, two nice wins on the season, and we've got to go to their place, Coach.
1: This yeah, this is gonna be a tough test for us, that's for sure. Bradley is good a team we've played this year. It's the best Bradley team that I have seen since I've been at Maryville uh, for the last fourteen years. And I mean, they've got some of the best skill kids that we'll see. I think Boo Carter, the kid that moved in, um, I think from Chattanooga private school, he is he might be the best player in the state. I mean, just watching him on film, he might, I think he's touched it 10 times all season and scored six touchdowns. It's almost like every time he touches it, he, something electric is happening. So, I mean, we got our hands full, you know, we run into the football tackling and then, you know, sometimes you can get a gang there and he still somehow gets through Uh, just a special, special football player. And they got a quarterback that moved in from Ray County, who's who's just as nice, you know, can run it, can throw it, super athletic, makes great decisions, has done the deep ball really well in their first two games. Just makes you – it's a scary combination, you know, and they got a lot back um, at linebacker, running back, you know. So they were already going to be a good football team, and then when they got these two kids that moved in, um, you know, it's its definitely going to be a challenge. It's going to be a lot of fun. That, that place is going to be rocking. You know it down there because it's, like I said, I'm sure their fans are excited about this team that they've got. Uh, coach floyd does a great job so we'll have
2: to be ready to go absolutely and you, you talk about uh, the deep ball threat that has been a, a calling card there for the the young quarterback there for for bradley central but this is the first game in 23 that's really saw an impact from the realignment or the rescheduling if you will usually mm-hmm. bradley's our last region game of the, the year how is Obviously you get ready for every game, but how is them being front loaded this year, how's it how's that impacted us?
1: Well, you know, we're used to playing a region game week three anyway. This year we're actually the only region team. Us and Bradley are the only two teams that are playing in region. Everybody else is a non-region game. You know, we're not concerned about who we play where and when, but anytime you play somebody really good early in the season, you know, typically it's a non-region team. You know, you kind of figure out who you are and you want to be pushed, and we certainly do as well. We don't mind playing Bradley Early in the year. Uh, you didn't know how good they were going to be, and they probably didn't know how good we were going to be. And I think we're going to learn a lot about both of our teams Friday night. You know, how how do we handle the road win or, uh, or the, excuse me, the road game? Uh, can we win on the road with this inexperienced team? You know, and how, how much have we gotten better the first two weeks? So it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch our kids go down there. I'm really excited. You know, um, they're they're going to make plays. We're going to have to be able to handle the adversity and continue to to fight and, um, you know, try to control the line of scrimmage.
2: Absolutely. And I know, uh, like I said, you never have to worry. The work's going in Monday through Thursday. So, Coach, I don't want to take you away from that any longer. Uh, Appreciate the time. Appreciate the comments.
1: Yes, of course. Thank you so much for all you do.
2: I thank you, Coach. And this interview has been brought to you by Twin City Certified in Maryville. The quality you deserve. Check out Smiley, Riley, and the bunch over there. But we're going to take a break, listen to our fine sponsors. When we come back, more of the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke
6: FM. If you have junk that you need gone, give a bus to jumpy Gone. We're locally owned with the number one junk removal in East Tennessee for the past 18 years. Jumpy Gone offers 15-yard driveway dumpsters. We can do demolition or we can bring a two-man crew to load it up for you. Give us a bus at 865-675-5865 or visit us on the web at junkbegone.biz. Jumpy Gone is proud to bring you the Maryville High School football game of the week.
2: Welcome back to the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show, right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser, alongside Ben Metz, and Ben. Uh, what a good interview, Coach Hunt always shoots it straight i mean really he talks about some good things that his team did but also talked about the room that they have to get better and i think that's just uh that's just the culture that is maryville high school football and it's going to bleed right in here to week three yeah last week again central
3: had two penalties for 25 yards in that first half come out second with one penalty for five similar in the heritage game first half five penalties for 45 yards second half One penalty for 15, so cleaning it up in the second half, it's going to be crucial with these Bradley playmakers to play disciplined
2: football tonight. Absolutely. Do want to take a second to thank the administration of Bradley Central High School. Athletic Director Turner Jackson, uh, head coach, uh, Floyd, He, he is – they've all done a great job. We had all our prep material by Sunday night into Monday, so really appreciate that. That allows us to, to be better prepared, get ready, and have a great week of prep to get ready for a big-time football game. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Ownby. We had two deep. We had
3: different charts that we could study, so we really appreciate it.
2: Absolutely. I do want to jump into the Stevenson Tire starting lineup for the Red Rebels. Obviously, we'll start on defense. The D-line will be number nine, Sam Young. He'll be the end. Bryce Goins and Jack Carter will be the tackles. Linebackers will be Matthew Covert at middle. Hunter Olivet, Mason Ball will be the weak side linebacker, and Caleb Reeves, the bandit back. Hutton-Jones and Royal Curtis will be the corners, and Zeke McCoy and Nolan White will be the safeties. A defense that's been stingy to say the least, Ben. Excited about what they can do tonight with some big-time playmakers on the other side. Yeah, Covert
3: leads the backers with 14 tackles. Olivet 13. Mason Ball put a show on last week. That wrecking
2: ball had six tackles against the Bobcats. Offensively, going to be a little shakeup on the offensive line as they're There will be no Blake Heckman tonight, but right tackle and left tackle Owen Steffes and Alex Boyd, respectively. Guards will be Nash Stinnett and Henry Chambers, and the center will be Logan McGlamory. Wide receivers will be Britton Barrett and Charlie Manu, and the slash receiver, number four, Zeke McCoy. Halfback tied in number 86, Eli Elkins, and then the running back will be number one, Price Davis. Quarterback starting will be Casey Cobble, the junior number 16, but expect a, a healthy dose of Graham Coulter as we move along. But that is the Stevenson Tire starting lineup. Against Stevenson Tire local to Blunt County for a real long time, and if you ain't And
3: pass rating after 2 games. Remember on that chart folks, 0 to 158
2: is perfect. 158 is perfect. So he's playing as perfect as perfect can get. Absolutely. As Bradley actually takes the field with uh, nearly 8 minutes to go in the pregame, uh, they're going to roll in here in their home black jerseys, white numerals trimmed in gold. White football pants, looks like with black and gold stripes on either hip, and their traditional Bradley white helmet with the B and claw logo on either side. Good-looking good, good looking uniform there for the Bradley Bears, but again, over seven minutes to go here in the pregame show. Looking at the historical records here for the series, Maryville leads the series 14-6-2. to, six to two. Those two ties come in a 7-7 tie in 1931 and a 1919 tie in 1944, and the last win by the Bradley Bears 1945 as they actually shut out the Red Rebels 20 to nothing. And then the Rebels have went on a win streak to say the least on the better part of 80 years. Yeah, and this is a respect game
3: between Coach Hunt and Coach Damon Floyd. Damon Floyd. Has a 109-74 record. He's 27-7 and overall against the Crosstown Rivals. He's entering his 18th season, and he's been in the TSSAA playoffs since 2009.
2: Yeah, yeah, Coach Floyd does a great job here in Bradley County. But as we talk about great jobs, let's jump down to the sideline, talk to Mr. Chris Hips. Hippie's keys to the game going to be brought to you by Underground Connection, Inc. Hippie, what do the Rebels have to do tonight to get a big victory?
7: Hey, fellas, yeah, tonight is big matchup as we see um, – First and foremost for me, spread the ball around. Eight different runners last week uh, touched the ball. Eight different runners over 10 yards uh, from the line of scrimmage. Uh, six different receivers got the ball. Four different quarterbacks throwing the ball last week. Uh, secondly, you got to control the Bradley Central run game slash screen game. They're going to want to try to get the ball out to the edge, especially to uh, Boo. Everybody knows he's our best athlete on the field, and we've got to keep him, contain him on defense. And lastly, a uh, big, big one here. Anytime you're playing a team that is going to be trying to ball halt, ball security will be important here. Can't uh, give up the easy fumbles, can't give up the interceptions, and give the uh, Bradley Central uh, any kind of momentum.
2: Chris, as always, great keys to victory, and we'll come to you early and often in this one. Hippies,
3: keys will drive us to success tonight, Wayne. Stretch it and make a break for it. Eli Elkins' 18-yard touchdown catch and 33-yard touchdown catch against the Nears. This stretched the field and allowed for 232 yards rushing. Control the Bears' run. Only 18 minutes and 11 seconds time of possession with 81 points scored in two games. That tells the D coordinator they're looking for the splash deep play. Secure the ball and win the turnover battle. First level of defense is undersized with freshman at defensive end Zayn McIntosh. Second level, it gets tougher, A.J. Williams, Braxton, Arthur, and then they have multiple defensive backs.
2: Yeah, I think all great keys, and really that being brought to you by Underground Connections, Inc., that's what the Rebels have to do to get the big dub here tonight. Uh, but want to want to give a little shout-out to all of our sponsors. You'll hear them in and out of the breaks throughout the night tonight. Really, really dig in and, and support those sponsors because, really, those are the companies that are supporting Rebel Radio and Maryville High School. So let's get out and support them. Yeah, shout-out to the
3: sponsors. Also, shout-out tonight to number 16, Logan Lyle, for the Southerners. I hope he's listening tonight. We're thinking of you, buddy.
2: We'll see you on the football and baseball field soon. Absolutely. Wish him the best and a quick recovery. But looking out here, Ben, you can also catch us on social media, Facebook, Twitter. We, we upload the audio onto our SoundCloud account, and we've partnered a lot with C.J. Newton in those highlight films. We appreciate him allowing us to be a part of what is a great addition to Maryville High School, just the hype videos and such. He does some great work. It makes my Sunday, Wayne. Absolutely. I'm looking for it on Saturday. I usually text him. It gets it on out. But uh, as the Red Rebels get off the stands and get uh, out of their makeshift uh, locker room over here to our left, They hit the field, about ready to run through the power M there. They're going to be in the road whites, the Stormtroopers, if you will. White jerseys, red numerals trimmed in black, white football pants with red and black stripes on either hip, and the traditional black Red Rebels football helmet with Red Rebel script on either side. Beautiful uniform for a beautiful night of football.
3: Love the Stormtrooper uniform combo, Wayne.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great night here at Bear Stadium, Bradley Central High School. They've got a fresh turf down here. I, I swear it's new since last season, maybe not. But we look across the way. Bradley's got their their contingency over there. A lot of Bear fans over there. The student section in a neon look over here, while the Red Rebel faithful out in full force. A good contingency here, but our student section Hawaiian night as they've got the the hulas and they've got the the the. What is it called, beach shirts? What do you call them? Hawaiian shirts. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's a good word for it. But anyway, they've got the straw hats. I mean, it's a full serve. But the Red Rebels break their sign, and they're on the sideline ready to go. Tonight's captains, first for the homestanding Bradley Bears, number two, Jackson Wilson, number three, Tito Williams, number eight, Marcus Gore Jr., and number 77, Eugene Peterson. For the Red Rebels, it will be number 17, Andrew Smith, number 35, Caleb Reeves, number nine, Sam Young, and number 76, Bryce Goins. And we talked
3: about the blindside bandit. 13 tackles, one tackle for a loss. He's got an interception. He
2: forced a fumble. The blindside bandit's been hard at work, Caleb Reeves. Caleb Reeves hopefully will be at work tonight as well as we need to get them on their heels, especially from our defense. Zach Campbell also had a game last week with six six tackles, all solo. As they are performing the the coin toss, looks like uh, the handshakes have been had. Uh, looks like Bradley's pointing uh, to our left here. Game time temperature 80 degrees, and it's going to quickly feel like the fall by the end of the game. Maryville does win the toss. They elect to receive the football. They want to set the set the tone here early. Start on offense. Looks like they're shaking hands. Let's shake a few hands. Let's listen to one great sponsor. When we come back, the Cody Knuckles of Keller Williams Realty kickoff right here from Bradley Central High School. You're listening to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, 95.7 Duke FM. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week. Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone game of the week right here on Rebel Radio. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and Bradley is set to kick off right to left here on Bradley Bear Stadium. And deep for the Red Rebels will be Jackson Llewellyn, Charlie Manu, and Royal Curtis. Bradley will approach, kick it away. It's a deep one, and he's going to retreat into the end zone. Manu cannot return this one. It'll be a touchback, and the Rebels will bring it out to the 20-yard line. Boom and kick into the end zone. Nice kick by the Bradley kicker, trying to get that number there. I believe it was 98 Skyler Perkle. Got a cool breeze kind of blowing that way, Wayne. We'll see what the Rebels bring out here again. Casey Cobble will bring the troops out for play number one. Looks like they're going to set up on the right hash as they work left to right here on Bradley Field.
3: You're going to see five defensive backs. They use a rover, a
2: strong, and a free safety in the backfield. Going to break a small huddle. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Have Price Davis in his right hip pocket. He looks left, looks right. Puts Charlie Manu in motion. He takes a shotgun snap. Cobble's going to keep it on play number one. Cross the 20, 25, 30, 35, and pushed out of bounds at the Rebel 39-yard line. What a rumble for Casey Cobble on play number one. Yeah, no foolery there, man. He just fakes the handoff, runs the sidelines, big yardage. Definite quarterback keeper, and that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Gain of 19 on on first down. Nice start for the offense. Quickly breaks the huddle again, going to stay in shotgun. A little bit of a – they're going to go back into the huddle. Official kind of stopped the play there, but nobody took a timeout, so I don't know if it's resetting the clock or what the dynamic is because only there's an issue there as well. Kind of benefits Bradley Central as it allows their defense to sub here. Casey quickly breaks the huddle. Back out. He's going to be in shotgun. Two receivers on the right, one to the left. A little stack set to the left. Zeke McCoy in motion. He's going to fake the handoff. Casey's going to keep it again. He's going to get across the 40, cross the 42, out to the 43, and that's going to be a nice keeper for Casey Cobble. Picks up four, second and six. Another play action keeps it. Runs up near the hash marks. Gets tackled by number two Jackson Wilson. This is this is begging Bradley Central's defense to bite and put an extra man in the box to allow us to shoot it over their head. It's nice. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the aggressive nature of Casey here in the early going. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage. Now there's going to be trips to the left, one to the right. Price Davis will be in his left hip pocket. Cobble cleans his gloves, takes the shotgun snap. Play action. Price Davis gets it to Zeke McCoy. He's going to make the first guy miss. Get across the 45-yard line out to the Rebel 47. And that's going to be third and short. Zeke McCoy. Yeah, Zeke McCoy comes
3: under. Eli Elkins there makes a catch near middle of the field. Number 19, Braxton Arthur
2: on the tackle. It's going to bring up third and two, 10.50 to go here in the first quarter. Rebels on offense to start this one. And positive yardage every single play to this point.
3: Braxton Ar- Arthur third on the team in tackles. He has 14 on the season.
2: Quickly back to the line of scrimmage. Again, tempo, tempo. Two receivers to the right. Price Davis in his right. hip pocket takes the shotgun snap. Now he's going to keep it again. Straight up the gun. Cross the 50. Cross the 45, 40. 35, 30. And Casey Cobble drags Bradley Bears down to the 28-yard line. And how about the discipline
3: by Casey Cobble? He gets up to about the 40-yard line. Boo Carter tries to pop that ball
2: loose. Can't do it. He needs to make the tackle there, but continues to try to knock it loose. Big yardage. I ain't mad about it. Casey kept running, kept getting positive yardage. First and ten Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Casey Cobble flips Price from his right to his left, looks over the formation. Now two guys go into motion. That's going to be Jonah Arms and Eli Elkins. Now Britton Barrett. Britton Barrett's going to get the sweep play, hands it to Britton, and he's going to get around the end, get positive yardage inside the the Bradley 25-yard line. Call it the 23-yard line before he comes to a stop. And that's a nice play. Second and about second and about four. It's
3: a jet sweep formation. He gets kind of to the outside, gets past the edge, but Zane McIntosh,
2: number 25, gets to the Bradley sideline and makes the tackle. They're going to say second and a short five, long four. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage. Under nine and a half here in the first quarter. AC overlooks the the sideline, moves Jonah arms right to left. On the play. And looks like there may be maybe a legal formation against the Rebels. It's going to be a false start, actually, against the Rebels. So I think when the motion happened, somebody flinched. It's going to back it up. It'll be second and ten. Ball will be reset at the twenty-eight-yard line. So again basically like an incomplete pass. No harm, no foul. Just go go for the next one. Just got to flush it and go on to the next play. We're Going to have a small huddle, quickly break that. Again, a, a new left side of this line as Blake Heckman, right side of the line, as Blake Heckman not in the football game. He's going to move Mono into motion. That's going to be Casey Cobble keeps it again, gets inside the 20, down near the 20. 19, let's see where he stepped out. They're going to say stepped out at the 19-yard line, and that's going to bring up up third and one. Fakes the
3: handoff, heads to the Bradley Central sideline. Casey Cobble is starting to establish
2: the run. This is a guy who has 106 yards rushing this season. Yeah, nice play there to get it back to third and very manageable. And uh, this is a a big play. You need to get this first down uh, to continue the drive. Under nine to play. Again, Casey Cobble still at the controls. All Rebels on offense to this point. Jonah Arms going to be moved in motion. A little miscue there as the snap didn't make it fully back to Casey Cobble, and Price just had to fall on it. So it's going to bring up fourth down. It might have tipped Jonah Arms when he was moved into motion, but bad snap
3: nevertheless. And eventually in the backfield, number nine, Rodney Williams makes the tackle on Price
2: Davis. Yeah, they're going to count that as a four-yard loss. It's going to bring up fourth and five, and looks like when you're there, get the points. We're going to bring out the kick unit. 8:25 to play in the first quarter, and looks like it's going to be Hudson Jamerson on to attempt one for one with a 31-yarder earlier this season. He's going to set up on the left hash. Cohen Beyblay will be the holder. Snap is down, kick is up. It's a high spinner. And it is up and no good, no good. Wide left is the is the kick from, from Jamerson. Nice attempt there, good patience, uh, just wide left, knocked it straight. Had the distance, just went a little left there. Bradley has to count that as a victory as they, they did not look good on defense right there but did hold the Rebels out of the end zone. Bradley will quickly get out uh, on offense. Looks like, looks like that should be Caleb Martin at the controls, big number 12. Uh, he's a six-one 180 180-pound senior. They're going to have the backer, number three, Tito Williams, in the backfield with him. They're going to hand it to Tito on play number one. He's going to get straight ahead, pick up five yards out to their own 25-yard line. It'll be second and five.
3: Good job by number nine, Sam Young. He rips off his blocker, makes a nice tackle there for the Red Rebels.
2: They're going to flip Boo Carter right side of the formation back to the left. They're just going to huddle the lineman and snap this one away. They're actually going to move Boo Carter in the backfield with number 12, Kayla Martin. They're going to move Boo to his left hip pocket. Three receivers to the right. It'll play action. They're going to give it to Boo Carter. He's going to try to get wide. He does. Gets across the 30 and pushed out of bounds at the Bradley 33-yard line. That's going to be a first down Bradley. That shows how good he is with his footwork. Hunter Olivet gets into the backfield. Boo Carter makes a move towards the Bradley sidelines, fakes him out of his shoes and gets some yardage. And Martin quickly gets him back to the line of scrimmage. He'll be alone in shotgun. Three receiver to the left, two to the right. He's going to look to roll the pocket. He gets away from the defender. He's going to try to roll, try to get it himself. He's going to stay in bounds, push it out of bounds at the 42-yard line. A keeper nets nine as Kayla Martin's got some footwork himself. Yes, some more swifty footwork.
3: Sam Young got in the backfield for a sack, and he was able to cut back further in the pocket and towards
2: the Marable sidelines for some yardage. Kind of spied him on that one, and it just didn't pay off. But looks like Martin has been in that situation before and got nine yards for the Bears. Second and one upcoming ball on the Bradley 42-yard line. Caleb Martin will have Tito in the backfield with him again. He's going to hand it to the running back. That's actually check it. Number two, Jackson Wilson. A six-foot-eight, 180-pound senior, and he's going to get the first down out to the Bradley 45-yard line. Tries to run into the belly of this defense. Sam Young and Mason Ball there meet him. They're not giving the Maryville t- team a whole lot of time to, to adjust, but I will say number nine there for the Red Rebels, Sam Young had to have his jersey adjusted. Shouldn't have to have that on defense. He's playing with a lot of intensity right now, number nine. Looks like Jackson Wilson will stay as the backer. Two receivers left, two to the right. Martin's going to roll back. He's got a hand, a face full of Rebels, and he's going to throw it over the head of Jackson Wilson incomplete. It'll be second and ten. How about the marksman, number 11, Hunter Olivet, just speeds into the backfield, jumps
3: straight up in the air to block the football.
2: Yeah, really, really had good timing there because he saw Martin cock it back, ready to rip, and he just jumps off the timing route, and it really messed it up, went high for, for Jackson. He'll get credited for that PBU. Going to bring up second down, 10 to go. 6.42 to to go here in the first quarter. Bradley with the football, their first possession. Caleb Martin takes the snap. Quarterback keeper's going to go straight ahead forward. Breaks through the first line of defenders. He's going to get into Rebel territory. Down to the Rebel 43-yard line. Another Bradley first down. Just running in between the hash
3: marks. Got a good hole right there in the middle of the field. Number four, Zeke McCoy steps up and makes the tackle.
2: A good little little kind of shrug off as he looked down like he was going to look for a running back or a receiver and then just cut up field and got it. So he kind of made himself a hole there. Had a lot of help from number 65, Luke Keith, 6'5", 255 pounds. Caleb Martin and the Bradley Bears working right to left here at Bradley Bear Stadium. They're going to quickly hand it off to number 31. That's going to be the backer for uh, for the Bradley Bears. That's going to be Jake Keith. That's interesting. He is listed as a linebacker. No, they're going to say 34. Landon Scott, he's 5'8", 180 pounds. So a bowling ball if you're looking for one. Tried to hit
3: that C-gap. Jack Carter makes a nice rip and tackles him to the turf.
2: Yeah, really, just a, a really scripted drive here for Bradley Central, and they're executing pretty well at this point. But here's where it starts getting tough, deep in your opponent's territory. Kayla Martin is going to have, is going to have Boo Carter straight away. He's going to do the pitch play to Boo. Boo's going to try to stutter step, and he is not going to get away. Nolan White stood him up, and Hutton
3: Jones cut him down. Yeah, how about the professor there? Nolan White starts the tackle by stalling
2: him, and then Hutton Jones comes in there and cleans it up. Way to eat. Yeah, love the patience and really the uh, the pursuit of Nolan White and Hutton Jones. Boo Carter's an athlete. They just made it look simple. It's going to be third and six upcoming. Huge play for the Rebel defense, but I would argue maybe a bigger play for the Bradley offense. Let's get a big stop right here. This may be a two, two plays to get six yards for the Bradley Bears as they're kind of in no man's land. Caleb Martin's going to move Boo Carter to his left hip. He's going to fake the handoff. He's going to lose the football, and the Rebels fall on it. The Rebels are on the football. Bradley points one way. We point the other. Let's see what they say. Fumble on the play. And last guy up is a Bradley Bear. But I'm not sure that they didn't rip it away in the pile. But they're going to leave it with Bradley Central. But it's going to be fourth. It's going to be fourth and maybe – it's going to be fourth and six. They're going to say no gain on the fumble. Hey, the big gain of that drive. Our defensive line's getting that push. They're causing havoc back there. I mean... Yeah, that, again, a, a little scrum, if you will, for the football. I thought the Red Rebels had it, but Bradley's going to hold it. They left the offense out there to see what the Rebel defense would do. Now they're going to take a timeout. Let's take a timeout with them. That's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. Big fourth down on the other side. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM.
5: Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a first down to a touchdown.
2: back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week where the Bradley Bears are faced with their first big moment of the night, a fourth and six, and and the punt unit will be out there. They will punt it away deep for the Red Rebels. A little pooch kick. It's going to be Hutton Jones, and they're just going to let it roll out of bounds, and it'll roll out of bounds. Looks to be the 17-yard line. That's a big win both for that, – that's a big win not to lose the, the fumble there for Bradley Central, but ultimately a big win for this Red Rebel defense, turning back what is vaunted as the best Bradley Central offense they've had. Yeah, we said it before the break, we're causing
3: some havoc in the backfield, so let's keep up that intensity for the rest of the game.
2: Yeah, keep the momentum, keep the pass rush, get it done. Back on offense are the Red Rebels. Again, they will, they will take their first snap from their own 15-yard line. And – Looks like that is – I think that's Grant. Let's see who's got the football. No, that's going to be Casey. Casey's going to quickly hand it to Price Davis. He's going to get out quick past the 20-yard line, out near the 21-yard line. Little counterplay there by Price. He gets up near the right hash mark, starts heading up the
3: field. Number six, Boo Carter in on the tackle.
2: Under four to play here in the first quarter, and the Rebels on offense out to their own 20-yard line. Second and six. Quickly break the huddle, and they're going to put Manu out wide. They're going to have one receiver left, one receiver right, and a little stack set to the right side of the formation. Price Davis is going to be to the right hip pocket. Jonah Arms flips formation. Cobble's going to hand it to Price Davis. He's going to go straight ahead forward, and he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage and no more. He's going to bring up third and five. Play
3: action went with the handoff. Number nine, Rodney Williams got in the backfield, made the stop.
2: Price ran straight ahead forward, just had a lot of bears he was going to have to navigate, and they do a good job tackling. It's going to be third and five, ball on the Rebel 20-yard line as they work left to right here at Bradley Stadium. Cobble cleans his gloves. He's going to have two receivers to the left, two to the right. Price will stay to his right hip pocket. He's going to take the shotgun snap, looks to the left. He's going to look to deliver in the flat. He gets it to Eli Elkins up near the first down marker. If they give him the 30, he should have the first down. Let's see if they give it to him. Come on, pass to They've still not marked it. And they say move the chains. First down, Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Cobble threaded the needle there to get it to
3: Elkins. Yeah, I don't know how Eli Elkins came down with that. He had a silk coat put on his back And number nine, Roddy
2: Williams. Yeah, Eli Elkins sure-handed, to say the least. Casey Cobble quickly back to the line of scrimmage. He's going to take the shotgun snap, a little play action. He'll deliver out in the flat, and he'll get dropped. That's going to be, I think that's number six, Britton Barrett and he's going to he's going to lose a yard Tito Williams got in the backfield and created some havoc It's going to be second and 11 again Rebels having to fight for this one as the as the Bradley Bear defense looking to get upfield quick Cobble breaks the huddle Now he's going to have a tight formation nobody outside the hashes Cobble moves Manu into motion Now it's going to give it to Manu, a little sweep play, and Bradley reads it, gets upfield, and drops him for a loss. He's going to be down at the 21-yard line, and that's going to be a three-yard loss. It'll be third and 14. Tried to get the ball to the Bradley
3: sidelines, head up the sidelines there. Number five, Mason Gorey, and number three, Tito Williams
2: in on the tackle. They're going to say third and a long 13 as there's under a minute and a half to play in the first quarter. Cobble looks to the sideline. He'll have trips to the right, one to the left. Price Davis to his right hip. We'll see if this is a pass play, Ben, really. So we'll see if we try to uncork it and stretch the field here. Cobble's going to play action. Yep, three-step drop. He's going to try to uncork it. He's going to have to tuck it down and go, though, as Bradley gets upfield. And they are going to sack Cobble deep in our own territory inside the 15. They're going to say down at the 13. Had a good idea, just Bradley busted it up getting back there so fast.
3: He saw the single safety deep, and number six, Boo Carter, dropped back. That gave
2: just enough time for number 21, Ben Collins, to make the sack. It's going to be under a minute to play in this first quarter. Zeke McCoy will get into pump formation. He'll stand. Under 30 seconds to go here in the first. I think we're good to get out of this one. Snap is had. Zeke has it. A little three-step kicks this one away. A wobbler is going to get a little bit of boom on it. Gets a marival bounce. It's going to go beyond midfield. Down near the Bradley 45. They're going to down it at the 46. Nice punt by Zeke. A 54-yard punt basically from his own goal line. Yeah, you
3: had a couple big playmakers down there ready to receive that punt. It was a beautiful kick, well executed.
2: I love the coverage unit, getting downfield and being ready to not let a Bradley Bear scoop that thing. It was all Rebels around that football. Bradley's going to stay in huddle on their sideline. I think they understand this is a huge huge series for them as they've stopped the Red Rebels twice. And to this point in the season, that's not going to happen a whole lot. Caleb Martin will step back out on offense leading this team. He'll have number two Jackson Wilson in the backfield with him. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. He'll put Jarius Rogers in motion. Caleb's going to hand it to number two, and he's going to try to get wide left. Nothing doing, as number 20 is going to make the tackle, Mason Ball. Trying to cut towards the Marable sidelines, and the wrecking ball gets over there and makes the tackle. And at the end of one quarter of play, the Rebels zero and the Bradley Central Bears zero. This is going to be a good one, Ben, and nobody needs to turn that dial. Let's listen to a break. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM.
8: or visit their website at reocheesewagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist.
2: And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. As we head to the second quarter of play, end of quarter stats brought to you by Junk Be Gone. 13 plays, 60 yards for the Rebels. 10 plays, 43 for the Bradley Central Bears. Defense much, Mr. Metz. Casey Cobble leads the Rebels in rushing. Five touches, 48 yards. Caleb Martin, three touches for 21 yards. The quarterbacks battling this one out on the ground. End of quarter stats brought to you by Cadunza and the infamous Ken May. It's going to be Bradley on offense. They'll now work left to right. It's going to be Caleb Martin's going to put man in motion. He's going to look to throw this one, and he's actually going to let it loose. He's going to get it out in the flat to number two, and that's going to be Wilson loose and running, and he's going to rumble into the end zone. Nice little out pass, and he gets the first guy to miss, and number two, Jackson Wilson, had a full head of steam into the end zone. Yeah, they were in zone coverage. It opened up that side of the field, so nice catch and able to shred off a couple tackles and get a touchdown for Bradley. Yeah, what a difference a quarter makes. Really keeping the, the the gates closed for the first quarter play. Opening play of the second quarter. Bradley gets their first points of the night. The Denzo scoreboard now reads Bradley six. And the Mariville Red Rebels zero. Looks like bad snap on the extra point. Kayla Martin's gonna have to try to make something of it, and it is gonna be thrown into the end zone, incomplete. So that may be a big play. No good on the PAT. And the Denso scoreboard stays six to nothing. Bradley Central. Let's take a break. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM.
9: Denso loves to cheer on their team. And now Denso is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at DenzoCareers.com slash D-E-N-S-O careers.com slash Get in the game. Join the Denzo team at Denzo careers.com slash and start crafting your future today.
2: And welcome back to the junk be gone game of the week right here on rebel radio, 95.7 Duke FM. And just like that, Bradley seizes the lead six to nothing against the Red Rebels. Bad PAT is why it's not 7 to nothing. but they'll kick it away. Number 98, Perkle, and it is going to be returnable. Looks like trying to see that. I think that's Manu with the football. He's going to get across the 25-yard line, out to the 27-yard line, and that's where the Red Rebels will take over first and 10 as they'll work right to left. Got to flush it, get rid of that defensive series, get back and seize the lead. Absolutely
3: try to ex- execute something similar to our first drive where we had an 81-yard drive so try
2: to wear down that defense. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Casey Cobble will stay at the controls as he's going to quickly He's really going to get uh, get a lot of good load here early on. It's going to be Cobble and shotgun. He'll have receiver one to the left, one to the right. Manu will go into motion. Now they're going to give it to Price Davis. He'll go straight ahead forward. He'll get across the 30-yard line, out to the 31. That's going to be a pickup of four on first down. It'll be second and six. Just running up the middle of the field.
3: Boop. That was uh, Marcus Gowrie in on the tackle, number eight. By
10: number
3: Wiley and it Looks, like,
2: looks and like Cobble's looking to the sideline. A little token huddle here. Bradley, again, having their way defensively early on. Manu's going to go out wide right. He'll keep Price to his left hip pocket. A little jumbo pack. with Looks like dual-tied inset here. A little snap here. He's going to give it to Price Davis. Price gets across the 35-40, and he's going to run out of bounds at the 45-yard line. That's going to be enough for the first down and more. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Able to shred a
3: tackle and then get to the Marable sidelines until Tito Williams chases him out of bounds.
2: Yeah, Bradley had a, had a handful of – Price's jersey, but then he just gets through an arm tackle and then scampers for about eight, nine more yards. Love that speed and open field. Cobble's going to look to the sideline, delivers the play. He'll stay in shotgun. Price to his right. A little jumbo pack as they're going to have two receivers to the left, none to the right. Takes the shotgun snap. He's going to give it to Bryce Davis. He's going to go left again. Gets across midfield, down into Bradley territory, down to the 47, and that's going to be a nice gain on first down. It should be second and two. Makes a nice run, gets tackled by a host of Bears. It's going to take a host to bring down a Price Davis with a full head of steam. Tackled by number zero. Looking to the sideline. Cobble is wanting to get, get something going here. He's going to send Britton Barrett out wide right. He's going to have Manu wide left. Price Davis stays to his left. Going to have a stack set, Eli Elkins. He's going to give it to to Price again. Price going to go left again. He's going to get inside the 45, down to the 41. And Price Davis, ladies and gentlemen, that's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Made a nice
3: stutter step and then jolted up the middle of the field there. Marcus Gowry eventually makes the stop
2: after getting the first down. Well, sometimes you got to look for the soft spots, and, and the left side of that Bradley defensive line looks to be it for the moment. Casey looks to the sideline, 9.56 to play here in the second quarter. Again, a, uh, a back-and-forth battle that sees right now. Bradley on top, 6-0. To Casey moves. That's going to be cohen Bailey in motion. Cobbles wanting to throw it. He's going to go over the middle. That's going to be Eli Elkins inside the 25, down to the 20-yard line. That's a nice throw by Cobble to Elkins, and that's going to be their first and ten Rebels just on the cusp of the Huddleston Law Firm Red Zone. First. Makes a corner, kind of a flag route after five yards out in the middle of the field. Nice catch, and number six, Boo Carter, makes the tech. Well, what that does, Ben, is that's going to back up this defense. They can't have their teeth out every single time to get upfield. Cobble cleans his hands. He'll have two receivers left, none to the right. Takes the shotgun snap. Now he's going to keep it himself. He's going to go straight ahead forward down to the 15-yard line as Cobble will bust into the Huddleston Law Firm Red Zone. And he's, he's sniffing it, Ben. He's wanting to get more. Like his intensity, that previous play was a 21-yard catch by Elkins. I think going right back to the keeper, you hadn't done that in several plays. I like the aggressiveness. They're going to look to the sideline. It's going to be a Bradley timeout. They're tired. Let's take one with them. That's a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout right here on Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. El
11: Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials, Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends, or call ahead for takeout and time open sunday through thursday till 10 friday and saturday until 10 30 your fiesta awaits at el jimador mexican grill 1705 east lamar alexander parkway in Mariville. call 865-681-6040 el jimador mexican grill a proud sponsor of blunt county sports
1: this is head coach Derek hunt you're listening to rebel radio 95.7 duke fm
2: go rebels And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone game of the week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And the Red Rebel offense went to the sideline, learned some stuff, and they're back out here driving on the Bradley Central defense. It's six to nothing in favor of Bradley, but looks like the Rebels wanting to change that in a hurry. Casey Cobble in shotgun formation. He'll take the snap. He's going to keep it himself. Got a lead blocker, Price Davis. He's going to drive his feet inside the 10-yard line down to the 9. Casey Cobble. Casey Cobble, let me give you the measurables. He is foot, 170 pounds, and it took three Bradley Bears to bring him down. Yeah, they
3: found something on that left side. Alex Boyd Chambers over there and also getting some help from Dinner Bell, Jonah
2: Arms until Marcus Gowry finally makes the tackle. I love that Price cleaned the hole for Pro- for Casey to just kind of punch it in. Going to have two receivers to the right and under the left. He's going to take it again. Now he's going to give it to Price Davis. Price going to push his feet, get inside. He's going to get down near the seven-yard line. It's going to be second and goal. Ball on the Rebels' seven-yard line.
3: Still continuing to attack that left
2: side of that line of scrimmage. This time, Zane McIntosh, number 25, makes the tackle. Well, I think the last four or five plays, Ben, have really punched the tackle to tackle box. And so I think it's looking at at the next play, the next couple plays. We'll try to set out wide to see if we can get some one-on-one movement. 8.06 to play in the second quarter. Again, Rebels having uh, having some success here back on offense after Bradley scores the only touchdown of tonight. They look to the sideline. Bradley does make a substitution. Rebel's going to keep the the bunch that's got him here. Cobble's going to take the snap. He's going to move Mono to the right side of the formation. Britton Barrett will be offline, and we're going to have to take a timeout. And looks like Coach Hunt is not happy with this one. Let's take a timeout with him. That's a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. Want to get this right, you're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke F.
10: Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blount and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills, and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to The Huddleston HuddlestonLawFirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business.
2: Welcome back to Bradley Central High School for the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Looking around the region, couple scores that we've found. Uh, Battle for the Bell, William Blunt and Heritage, seven apiece. That's a first-quarter score. And Anderson County on top of Bearden, seven to nothing. Only scores we've got to this point, Ben. 7.42 to play in this second quarter. Uh, Rebels second and goal from the seven-yard line. Uh, a lot of, lot of options here. Looks like Cobble's going to be by himself in the backfield. He'll have a stacked-up number 24, Matthew Covert. And then in comes Price Davis. He's going to stack up to the other side. They're going to have Eli Elkins, I would say a safety valve, out there to the left flat. Heavy formation, Wayne. Play clock down to five. He's going to take the snap. Here goes goes Casey Cobble. He's going to get past the first guy. He's going to get inside the five-yard line. They're going to say stopped at the five. I call it the four. But it's going to be third and goal from the five. Good effort by Cobble. A.J. Williams got in the backfield. He's able to shred that that tackle and make some yardage out of it. Yeah, Casey does a good job getting past shoestring tackles. There was just a whole bunch of bears beyond that. It's going to be third and goal from the five. Again, Rebels need to come away with points here, just as Bradley has found some things offensively, but looks like defense is gassed right now. Anything to add, Ben? No, I think I think you're right. I mean, just continue to attack and continue to wear him down. Price going to check out. It's going to be Caleb Reeves to check in. We'll see if this is a little rhino, a little jumbo pack. Going to have some linebackers in there. I don't I don't doubt that we run it here. He's going to take a snap. He's going to play action. Now he's going to deliver over in the flat in and out of the hands of Eli Elkins, but they're going to say number five for Bradley Central. Got there early. Mason Goree is going to be called for the pass interference in the end zone, Ben. That's going to be an automatic first down. Gorey was playing him toward. That's going to be pass interference every time. Well, and and the thing is, is Eli Elkins demands it. You're not going to get a one-on-one matchup that's, that's, I guess, that's fair with Eli Elkins. So he had to do what he had to do. But it is going to give us, hopefully, a fresh set of downs. And it's going to move that ball ever so much closer to Pater. It's going to move, they're going to get out of the jump. Keep Jonah in there. So Denner Bell himself will uh will stay in here to hopefully finish this one off. Looks like Bradley Central's wanting to, to state their case as they're faithful. And their head coach not happy with this one. And they're going to check it off again. Looks like now the White Hat will uh, will finally make the call. They're going to say the tip, the ball is tipped at the line of scrimmage. And they're going to wave off the flag. I don't, I don't know that I like that, Ben. Got to go to the Bradley sideline to get it cleared up. But anyway, we'll move on from that. It's going to be fourth down. And go from the five, and we're going to try to get the points. We're going to send out. It's going to be Hudson Jamerson to attempt. It's going to be Cohen Bebley to hold. Uh, he'll hold it from his own, from his own 12-yard line. Jamerson will stand at the 15. The hold is down, clean. The kick is up. And the kick is good, and Den- and Maryville takes the-, the lid off this one as they put points on the Denzo scoreboard. It now reads the Bradley Bears 6 and the Maryville Red Rebels 3. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Smaxes.com. That's S -S M-A-X-E-S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. (laughs)
12: Lazy yellow moon coming up to tonight,
2: shining through the trees. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Rebels just score, making it 6-3, and they'll kick it back to Bradley. Again, into that last series, a little questionable there, but you gotta got to like getting points. It's going to be Sarah to kick this one away. It's going to go long and deep at the one-yard line. They're going to say he stepped into the end zone and number one for Bradley wanted to return it. Jarius Roger into the end zone. Touchback, they'll have to bring it out to the 20.
3: Let's see if that picked-up flag will create some fire for this defense.
2: I think they were already smoldering, but uh, I don't don't doubt that it's going to turn it up. 6.53 to play here in the second quarter. Rebels on defense as Bradley will work left to right. Looking across, uh, again, a, a packed house there on the Bradley sideline, looking across at Corky Whitlock Memorial Press Box. But over here on our side, high above the concession stand, I'm looking at a whole boatload of Red Rebel faithful in front of us.
3: Yeah, I know Eli Elkins said he likes Star Wars. It's like one of those tree
2: stands in uh, Kashyyyk where the Wookiees live. (laughs) If you know, you know. It's going to be Kayla Martin in shotgun formation, two receivers to the left, two to the right. He's going to pull it down, keep it himself. He's going to get to the second level, and he is going to be stood up and dropped at the 31-yard line, but not before he picks up. A Bradley first down. Pickup of 11. They're on first down. Work in the middle of the field, gets the first down. Tackle made by number 10, Nolan White. Looks like there is an injured Bradley Bear on the field. He's down at the 35-yard line. Looks to be in quite a bit of pain. Let's take a break. Uh, thoughts are with this young man as you're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM.
12: Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1620. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Closed Sunday. Stevenson Tire.
2: And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Uh, I'm Wayne Kaiser. That was Jacob Page, uh, 5'10", 205 senior for Bradley. That was down on the play. He did walk off on his own power. Again, hope it's nothing major. Good player for the Bears. Caden Martin is going to take the snap. He's going to quickly deliver it out in the flat to Boo Carter. Boo gets wide. He gets long, and he's going to get into mariville territory, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds. He's going to be pushed out of bounds if they'll stand still at the 30-yard line, and that's going to be a nice gainer for Bradley and another Bradley Bear first down. That's a signature route
3: they used against Tyner Academy. They get the ball out in the flat. Boo Carter runs up the sidelines. Nice tackle by
2: Nolan White, number 10 for the Red Rebel. Boo's athletic, but I, I tell you, in person, the burst is, is is pretty 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 nasty. Quickly, Caden Martin brings the, the line back. He's going to have two receivers left, three to the right, and he's going to be by himself in the shotgun formation. Looks to the sideline. Coach Floyd makes an adjustment. Martin will stand at his own 35-yard line. And looks like this one may be waved off. I think the clock hit zeros. Let's see if they get a false start here. Delay of game against the Bradley Bears. Razzle-dazzle's good, Ben, but all in good time. 25-second play clock. Move them back. Move them back indeed. They'll set up shop first and 15 from their own 35-yard line. Here at the next moment, we're going to try to get down to the sideline guy, Mr. Chris Hips. Uh, been a fast-moving first half. Haven't had a chance to get down to him much. Caden Martin, he's going to stay in shotgun formation. Takes the snap. Now he's going, to, no, he's going to give it to number two. He's going to give it to Rogers. Rogers gets free, gets wide. Needed 15. Looks like he got 16, Ben. It's going to be another first down Bradley Central as they get into the red zone. Yeah, hats off to Caleb Martin. He really sold that fake
3: rolling out towards the Maribel sidelines. Eventually the tackle was made by number 24, Matthew Cobert.
2: Yeah, Jackson Wilson, he's another guy that's got a quick burst. And, again, he is built for this as he's six foot 180 pounds and, and pretty top-heavy. Caden Martin's going to take the snap, a little three-step drop. He's going to look to hit the middle of the end zone, and it is going to be in and out of the hands of the intended receiver. And it looks like... Intended for number three, Tito Williams. And uh, that, that's just good defense. We got him in, in the vision lane of the receiver and turned it back. Yeah, Caleb threw a good pass to the pylon. And Hutton Jones was right there on the coverage. Good defense for the Red Rebels. Going to bring up second and ten. Martin's going to have, looks like Williams in the backfield. He's going to hand it to number two. Number two's going to get wide. He's going to get the spin inside the five, and they're going to push him out of bounds. They're going to push him out of bounds inside the two-yard line.
3: Matthew Covert hit him about the five-yard line and got support eventually by
2: number 10, Nolan White. They're going to say he's inside the two-yard line, and that's going to be number two, Jackson Wilson. Caleb Martin will stay in shotgun. I think he's gonna keep it, and he does. He's gonna go straight ahead forward, tries to reach it across the goal line, and they're gonna say that he broke the, the, the line to gain before the ball came out. I, I I don't know about that, Ben. He extended the football, we poked it loose, and they say he broke the plane before the pop-out. They're gonna quickly get the field goal unit on there. No, no replay in high school football but our vision was pretty clear.
3: Yeah, number 11, Hunter Olivet, was protesting his case to the official.
2: Denzo scoreboard did change. It now reads the Bradley Bears 12, the visiting uh, Maribel Red Rebels three, and looks like they're gonna go for two. They roll the pocket to the left. Boo Carter standing there, and Caden Martin delivers, and the two-point conversion now makes the Denzo scoreboard read 14 to three in favor of the Bradley Bears. Ben, I. Uh, what do you do, man? They they really executed well. Caden Martin really drove this team, really led them down the field, and they put put points up. I think you got to react. This coaching staff, because what they're going to do, they're going to talk to these guys
3: about the adversity that they've seen. In-
2: than they did in the first quarter. I think absolutely. Five minutes to go in the second quarter. There's time to redeem here in this first half of play. But let's jump down to the sideline, Mr. Chris Hips. Chris, what are you seeing? A little tussle down there between the Bears and the Red Rebels.
7: Yeah, fellas, I mean, it's a hard-nosed fault game. We knew that going into this matchup, uh, you know, being down here, that ball looked like it was maybe punched out right before the line of scrimmage. Unfortunately, you know, sometimes calls just don't go your way. Um, you know, I see the offense down here on the sideline telling, you know, we still got five minutes to respond here. You know, maybe put it in the end zone, close this in, and then hopefully get out of this half just down by four.
2: Yeah, I think that would be huge. Thanks, Chris. Six plays, 80 yards, 151 time of possession. If you're if you're just joining us, 14 to three in favor of Bradley. But again, mode just yet. There's been a lot of these Bradley Central games that maybe we weren't in 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 the best position going into half. And it changed in the second half. But it's going to be a return game right here. Manu's going to get free. He's going to get across the 35. And he is going to be upended at the 36-yard line. Had one guy to beat, man, and he was off to the house.
3: Yeah, that one guy was number 18, Allie Scott. But if he would have broke past that tackle to the 35, he'd be
2: gone. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of, uh, lot of speed and agility in number two for the Red Rebels. Really need a response here. 4.56 to play. Again, we are on the road. If you're listening, we're at Bradley Central High School Bears Stadium as the Red Rebels are working right to left. 25 yards on that return. Cobble cleans his gloves. He'll have two receivers left, one to the right. He'll take shotgun snap. He's gonna hand it to Price Davis. Price goes straight ahead forward. He's gonna pick up he's gonna pick up one, and that is gonna be second
3: nut. A.J. Williams did good on his his gap assignment
2: there. Price heads up middle of the field. A.J. makes the tackle, number 28. We're really doing doing our due diligence, like I said, inside the tackle box, just really trying to make those guys stay home. I think this is is putting stuff down to have some impact later. Cobble's going to have Britton Barrett out wide right. Manu out wide left. Price Davis to his left hip pocket. He's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it to Price Davis. He's going to go off left guard, and he's going to gain another yard, but it will be third and eight. Marcus and Mason read there on the tackle. Looks like Boo Carter and Charlie Manu. A little bit of, little bit of uh, let's just say, sportsmanlike motivation after that one. Well said. Oh, <laughs> uh, Cobble's going to look to the sideline. He's going to have trips to the left, one to the right. Bryce Davis to his left hip pocket. Again, offensive line stoic, ready to go. Going to be Casey Cobble, cleans the gloves. He's going to take the snap, little three-step drop. He's going to shrug it off, going to try to get it out wide. He's going to get it to Cohen Beyblay, and he's going to throw behind the li- initial line of scrimmage. He's going to lose a yard. It's going to be fourth and nine. The field in the neighborhood of holding, but they haven't made the call yet. It's going to be holding against the Red Rebels. We'll see if Coach uh, Floyd waves this one off to get the punt out of the way. We're going to see. So they're going to decline it. So it is going to bring up fourth down and nine to go, and Zeke McCoy will come out in pump formation. Looks like deep for Bradley Central will be number six. Boo Carter, the Tennessee commit. He'll stand at his own 27-yard line. Zeke McCoy stands at his own 22-yard line. Snap is going to get well to Zeke. He's going to three-step, drop it, and kick it. Nice spinner as it is going to go out of bounds at the Bradley 25-yard line. And I like – I don't know that I'm, I'm against that strategically he gets the ball in the
3: backfield. He had time to eat a sandwich. He did that on purpose. He wanted to get the team down there downfield and not let
2: the playmaker get some yardage. Well, and I think he was going to use this uh, this left side third to make sure Boo Carter didn't have the full field to do something with. Kicks it out of bounds. They're actually going to say it went across the out-of-bounds line at the 29-yard line of Bradley. Uh, but either way, Boo Carter did not touch that one. I'm, I'm a fan. 3.13 to play here in the second quarter, and Caden Martin brings it back out on offense. He's going to have number two, Jackson Wilson, in the backfield. He'll have three receivers to the left, one to the right. He's going to give it to Williams. He's going to get wide. He's going to bounce off some, some defenders, and he's going to push his way out near the 40-yard line. They'll stay down at the 39, and that's enough for a Bradley Central first down. Just a counterplay towards the Maribel sidelines.
3: He gets up near the 35-yard line before he's met by Royal
2: Curtis, number 41 for the Red Rebels. Well, Bradley really, their running backs have really nice body lean when they're running the football. They they are not going to be tackled by arm tackles. It's going to have to be full body impact to get these guys down. Cade Martin quickly snaps this one. He's going to get it to Boo Carter. Boo gets wide. He's going to cut it inside the hash marks. Little stutter step. He's doing the Boo thing as he's going to get to the middle of the field. He's going to get wide. Now he's got defenders with him. 10-5. Touchdown, Boo Carter. That's why he's a D1 player, guys. He There was defenders in the area, guys with hands on him. But Boo Carter doing, doing what he has done first two weeks of the season. And it just happened here tonight. Yeah, pass out in the perimeter near the 40-yard line on the Bradley Central sidelines.
3: He gets down to about the 45 and cuts back towards the Maribel
2: sidelines, cuts back towards his sidelines, and then cuts all the way to the corner of the end zone. Well, once he got to the right side third of the field, he had two Bradley offensive players to kind of run flanker for him, and there wasn't anything going to stop him from there. The, the extra point is up and good, and the Bradley Bears now lead 21-3 to three with 229 to go here in the second quarter. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM.
13: Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends, from Twin City Certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto-buying made easy. 865-980-2600. Or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality you deserve
2: And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone game of the week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Matson and Ben We knew that this was a football team for Bradley Central that had some firepower, and early on they're showing it, but we got a chance to take something into half. It's going to be Jackson Llewellyn. No, that's going to be Manu with the football. He's going to get wide, get across the 25-yard line, out to the 30-yard line. Nice return for, for Charlie Manu, and we'll see if we can't do something with it.
3: Almost identical to the previous kick return, and the same guy made the tackle number 18, Allie Scott.
2: Yeah, it looks like uh, it looks like Manu is he's almost a guaranteed out to the thirty, and he's another one one shoelace away from a house call. Twenty four yards on that return. And looks like Casey, who's had the controls to this point in this football game, back out there on offense. He'll have two. Gun snap. He's going to play action to Casey. He's going to play action to Price. Get it to Britton Barrett across the 40-yard line. Going to be a pickup of 12 here, and that's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Nice catch by Britton Barrett. Yeah, twin receivers. Britton Barrett's on the outside, Eli on the inside. Just do a five-yard quick slant, and Barrett makes a nice catch. Tackle made by number 25, Zane McIntosh. Cobble quickly gets him back to the line of scrimmage. That's going to be similar formation, two to the left, two to the right. Price will be in the right hip pocket this time. He looks to the sideline, will make a check going to quickly get the shotgun snap. Play action to Price. Delivers out in the flat again. That time intended for Cohen Beyblay. And looks like number zero on number zero. Demarius Ballard for Bradley Central tried to undercut the route. Yeah, Ballard over there in the cornerback position. Read that all the way to get in the backfield and knock the ball loose. Yeah, probably a good good short-arm throw there. Probably Cobble trying to, to get it low so that they can't undercut it. 151 left to go here in the second quarter. It'll be second and ten. Ball on the Rebel 42-yard line. They'll sit up right at the middle of the field, kind of about two yards off the left hash. Cobble will check the play at the line of scrimmage. Bunch package to the right, one receiver to the left, Price to his right hip pocket. Takes the shotgun snap. He's going to look to roll it to the right, and before the play gets going, there's going to be a flag on the play. So I'm going to. looks to be false start, a procedural penalty against the Rebels.
3: Making a substitution out there with Zeke McCoy and Britton Barrett. Looks like some
2: movement by the wide receiver there, Wayne. And no, no change in time. 151 to go here in this first half. Again, Rebels trail the Bradley Bears 21 to 3. Second and 15, so they'll move it back to the Rebel 37 yard line. Cobble takes the shotgun snap, gonna roll to the right. He's gonna go behind his blockers, and he's just gonna pick up a couple.
3: A.J. Williams, we've been saying his name a lot. He's been sealing that edge and makes the tackle.
2: They're going to give him one yard on the play. It'll bring up third and 14. Again, is this Eli Elkins' time to try to get this yardage back? Elkins is going to be out wide right. They'll have Manu and Beyblade to the right. They'll have Zeke McCoy to the left. Bryce Davis will flip from his right to his left hip pocket. He'll clean the gloves. Takes the shotgun snap, little three-step drop, looking for him, looking for him. He's gonna try to get it to Zeke McCoy at the sticks. It's gonna bounce off his jersey and onto the turf, incomplete. It'll bring up fourth down. Nice play call at the sticks. thought Zeke got low to make the catch, and just in and out of his hands. Yeah, Zeke does a good job on that to get to the
3: first down, just makes a dig route, turns around towards the quarterback. Number five, Mason
2: Gower, who had good coverage, never gave him more than a foot of separation. Zeke will be back in pump formation, stands at his own 22-yard line. Boo Carter will stand on his own 26-yard line. Minute, eight seconds to go here in the half. Again, you're going to kick it back to Bradley. you got to get out of here with no no damage done from here. Zeke's going to look to kick it away. A little end over end, kick the front end of this one, and it's going to take a hard left and die at the 29-yard line. That's where the Bradley Central Bears will take over. First and ten, their own 29-yard line. Another well-executed punt. Keep the ball away from those playmakers on special teams. I like how he kicked the front end of the football, got it to turn over. And, and most times that's going to take a mariville bounce and get additional yardage without a return. But uh, kind of hits the ground, takes a hard left. Don't get a whole lot of help on that end. 58.1 seconds to go. And Caden... Caleb Martin will bring this one out, and he'll have Boo Carter in the backfield with it. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. He'll be in shotgun formation, takes the snap. Now he's going to fake it to Boo Carter, keep it himself. Straight ahead forward, spin off the first tackle, but not the second. But he'll get out beyond the 40-yard line, out to the Bradley 43-yard line, enough for a first down and 10-Bradley. Yeah, Boo Carter bolts over towards the
3: Bradley Central sidelines. Everybody bites on it. He's a playmaker. Eventually,
2: Mason Ball makes the tackle. There will be 42 seconds next snap. He's going to actually hand it to number two for Bradley. That's going to be Jackson Wilson, and he's going to go off left guard and get a couple. They'll say out to the 46-yard line, and Bradley wants to take a timeout. They want to make something of this.
3: Just runs up the hash marks there. Multiple Marable rebels in
2: on the tackle. Sam Young, Mason Ball gummed up by that defense. They're gonna take a timeout. Let's stay right here. Ali Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout on the field. But let's go down to Mr. Chris Hips. Chris, what's the uh, what's the emotion like on the sideline? How's the team looking to respond?
7: Hey fellas, uh, right now I mean they're just trying to stay keep the energy up. You see the team over here on the sideline just saying, "Come on, guys, get the stop here, get into halftime." Uh, we do know this coaching staff loves to make big adjustments at the halftime. It's been uh, important the last two games. So, you know, just get out of this in, or this quarter, you know, unscathed anymore and hopefully respond big time in the third quarter.
2: Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good point. But really, uh, this has been an explosive Bradley team uh, that really has uh, has had a good night here at football. But thanks, Chris. Yeah, I think Hippie said it best. You, you just don't want to
3: give up a big splash play with 35.9 seconds left to go. Just take it one play at a
2: time, get in the locker room, put together a plan for the second half. You know, Caleb Martin for Bradley. He he is he has well executed this offense and he's a weapon himself. So a tough, tough bill to, to work with tonight. Caleb Martin is gonna roll the pocket to the right, wants to throw it. He's gonna throw it to Boo Carter. Boo's gonna get it there at the hash mark, and he's gonna do a little dance. He's gonna get ahead forward inside the rebel 35-yard line, down to the 32. And Boo Carter, a hard guy to bring down after after catch, only about three or four yards. That's, That's off to Matthew Covert making that tackle. Absolutely, Caleb, Caleb Martin is going to snap and and do a little uh, do a little spike there. Usually you don't do it in shotgun formation though. Loss of three on the play.
14: It will be second down and ten for
2: the Bears. It will not be second and ten. Uh, twenty seconds, twenty point three seconds to be exact. It is going to be it's going to be second and about be second and about twelve.
3: They've lined up in that staple play there. You've got to watch Boo Carter out in the perimeter.
2: That's going to be three receivers to the left, one to the right, and he'll have straightaway, I believe that's number two, Jackson Wilson. He'll move him out in the flat. Now he's going to look to get it to number one. High off his hands, Jarius Rogers, the intended receiver, nearly picked off.
3: Yeah, ball pops
2: up in the air. Matthew Covert was closing in to make the tackle. Ball hits the turf, incomplete. 16 seconds, probably if they make the catch, they spike it again. So probably worked out well for Bradley right there. 16 seconds to play in this first half, third third and about 12 upcoming. And it is, ball's gonna be on the Maryville 32 yard line. Bradley leads 21 to three. Third down, they'll quickly get back to the line of scrimmage again with the incompletion clock not moving. Caleb Martin and shotgun by himself is going to take a little three-four-step drop. Looks to throw it. Now he's going to have to tuck it down. Will he run? No, they're going to flip it out to number two. That's going to be Jackson Wilson, and he's going to scamper inside the 20-yard line down to the 16, and that's going to be a Bradley Central first down with seven and a half seconds to play. Yeah, Boo
3: Carter was the slot receiver over there, so a lot of attention was on him there in that perimeter. Eventually he's taken out of bounds.
2: Yeah, really, I think you got to sell out to stop Boo Carter. It looks like they're going to try to attempt the field goal here uh, to put additional points on the board. Skyler Perkle, the senior in pump formation, or in kick formation. He'll kick from his own 23-yard line. The kick is up and no good. No good as they rumble down the field, have to settle for a field goal attempt, and Perkle's go wide left and no good. So with 1.7 seconds to go, here in the first half, Rebels will get back on offense. But, Ben, you got to like that. Get off the field. The deficit's only 18 at this point. We've seen this before. Go into half down at this very facility and come back out. New energy, new options, and then come back and win this football game. So, a lot still in front of the Rebels. Again, don't get down. Just try to try to get to the half. Yeah, big momentum shift. Cobble's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price going to get wide right. He's going to get free. He's going to get across the 35 and down or up to the mariville 40-yard line. And that is going well, to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. but Flag on the play there at the end. It's going to be holding against the Red Rebels. Looks like Bradley says, let's get to the half. I agree with him. As the clock hits zero, it's halftime here at Bradley Central High School. The Bradley Bears lead our Red Rebels 21-3. Let's take a break. Listen to our fine sponsors. When we come back, the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke
14: FM. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group, Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group, the right home with the right price.
9: You can get a Kitchen Tune-Up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, and backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman at Kitchen Tune-Up could transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football.
15: This is Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, your home-owned mortgage broker in Maryville. We're local folks supporting local kids, just like Volunteer Home Mortgage helps people all over Tennessee with all their mortgage needs. If you're looking to buy or refinance your home, go local. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, just down the street from Shield Stadium at 1033 West Broadway. Or call me at 865-238-7500. That's 865-238-7500. Or text Volunteer to 33655 in MLS number 1641325
9: Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo Only Doctor, pharmacy and workout facility. Learn more at DenzoCareers.com/slash Marival. DENSO careers.com slash Marival. Get in the game. Join the Denso team at Denzo careers.com slash Marival and start crafting your future today.
0: Let's just do it, okay? Two quarters in the books, two more to go. Up next is the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show on your home for Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. One, two, three. The guys will take a look at first half highlights, scores from around the area, and keys to a big second half for the Rebels. This should be good.
2: Welcome into the Barnett Roofing halftime show. I'm Wayne Kaiser, alongside Ben Metz And Ben, 24 minutes in the books, Red Rebels trail the Bradley Central Bears 21 to three. But again, a lot of meat left on the bone. A lot of things we can do better. A lot of things we can get cleaner, and and hopefully have a big second half, trying to come back and get this
3: one. Yeah, let's not forget the first drive that Maribel conducted. They had an 81-yard, well-fought drive. So I expect them to replay some of that intensity in the opening drive of the second half.
2: Well, I don't think, you know, I think Coach Hunt, this isn't his first rodeo. This isn't his first region matchup. Uh, there's no reason to empty the cup in the first half of play. There's some things left in that pocket that'll come out here the second 24 minutes we've got here. But first half scores, end of quarter stats, brought to you by Cadenza. want to read these off. Brought to you by uh, the, the master of math, Ken Mayne himself. Red Rebels, three. Bradley, that's the scoreboard. 21 rushes for 102 yards for Mariville 17 rushes for 120 yards for Bradley Central. Passing yards, 40 yards for the Red Rebels, 188 for Bradley Central. A lot of that is screen plays out in the flat that, that counts as passing yards. Total offense, 30 plays, 142 for the Red Rebels, 26 plays for 308 for Bradley Central. A lot of that coming on splash plays via the Boo Carter Uh, Individual stats Casey Cobble leads the rushing category for the Red Rebels. Nine rushes, 62 yards, 25 yard long for the quarterback. Price Davis, 10 touches, 37 yards. Britton Barrett, one for five yards. Eli Elkins leads receiving, two catches, 26 yards. Britton Barrett, three catches for 10 yards. Zeke McCoy, one for 4 yards. If you look on the the Bradley side of things, Jackson Wilson is the uh, the leading rusher for the the Bears, 7 touches, 57 yards. Caleb Martin the quarterback, 6 touches, 49 yards and a touchdown. Boo Carter only touched it rushing wise two times. Four, eight yards. Receiving-wise, Boo Carter, number six. Uh, he has three catches, 120 yards, and a touchdown. And number two, Jackson Wilson, two catches, 68 yards, and a touchdown. These guys in space are special, Ben. we got to shut that down in the second half.
3: Yeah, a couple of the big plays that they made in the first half of football, they had three wide receivers On the Bradley Central sideline, two acting as blockers for Boo Carter. One of those, Boo Carter runs 61 yards and makes a beautiful cut towards the the end zone. Seven minutes and 44 seconds on 21 points. So, again, we talked about it in the pregame show, those splash plays will come back to bite you.
2: Yeah, and and really, I think defensively, Bradley's had to work for a good amount of that. There's one big play that Boo Carter had that really just – made it easy for Bradley Central, let's put it easy, but at the end of the day, they battled their way down and up and down this field tonight. The Red Rebels aren't giving them a single inch, but the problem is Bradley Central is a talented football team, and they're finding those inches that at the, at the first 24 minutes we weren't able to find. And Coach Hunt
3: talks about adversity and, and having your team face adversity, and this is a challenge for them, and he knew that coming into this ball game and he is going to see how his team reacts in the second half of football.
2: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. They're talking over here. Again, Bradley Central doesn't have an official uh, official visitor uh, locker room, if you will, so they're just here to our left kind of having team meetings, uh, just kind of sitting on the grass. But, but Ben, there's a lot of other games going on around the area. Let's kind of update scores from around the area.
3: Yeah, se- second quarter score, Dobbins Bennett 14, Westridge 14. Second quarter score, Tottenville 0, Alcoa 21. Second quarter score, Anderson County 14, Bearden 21. Might get their first win on the season there. Coalfield up 14-0 on Greenback in the second quarter. And then the Battle of the Bell update there, 21-all in the second quarter. it up. Farragut versus West, second quarter, it's knotted up as well, 7-all.
2: Yeah, yet to get a score update. We do have the Middle Tennessee region there, Oakland at Haywood. Oakland coming off a loss, something they don't do often as they're they're going to try to get back to a local team and play Haywood. But Ben, uh, a lot of scores from around the area. Battle for the bell back in Blunt County. William Blunt two and zero. Heritage one and one. Somebody said earlier this week, when was the last time they played this early and had three wins in, in that early going? And I said, you know, these are two hungry football teams two coaches that are looking to kind of make their own way. So I thought tonight was going to be electric, 21 all in the second quarter. It looks like it's delivering there in Blount County. Yeah, it's good to see Coach
3: Ossavet and Coach Reeves put together some wins early this season, so excited for them and excited for
2: Blount County sports there. Also talk about a region foe in the Bearden Bulldogs, 0-2 on the season, and I would argue that they may have played the first – the roughest and toughest first two weeks of the season playing the last year 5a state champ and the last year 3a state champs in week one and two, two oh and two after those two meetings but have an opportunity to maybe get back in in their winning ways against uh are you ready for this the uh the 4a state champions in the anderson county mavericks that's right and these are two opponents here that we soon will face yeah, yeah, it's, uh, Bearden is one that we'll, we'll see definitely right down the road. Uh, Alcoa, again, one, you know, I tip my hat. I talked on the way down here. I might as well say it on the air. Tip my hat to Coach Brian Nix. Again, tough first three weeks for, for the Alcoa Tornadoes. They played New York. I don't know what they're like up there, but they drove a long way to Alcoa, Tennessee.
3: Yeah, and both, the, both games that they played at the beginning of the season, they had their back against the wall and came out with a win.
2: Yeah, looks like they're still uh, they're, they're in control there, but not out of the woods, a second-quarter score on that one. But, uh, again, that scores from around the area. Again, thanks, Ben, for keeping up with that. Also want to recognize our sponsors. Again, the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show, I want to give them a shout-out. They've been a great sponsor. Jumped on board this season, kind of a late ad, but, again, uh, last but not least is a, something I usually say, but in this case, I, I mean it's it's a serious thing. Barnett Roofing, when we needed somebody to step up and support Blunt County, Maryville High School, they did just that late in the late in the off season. Yeah, hats off to those guys. Absolutely. Also, want to uh, tell you if you if you're listening right now on 95.7 Duke FM, back closer to home. Appreciate that. That's a great outlet. Leave it on there tomorrow. They're going to play some great country music. You'll be glad you did. But also check us out on the 95.7 Duke FM Knoxville app. You can search that in the Google Play Store or the App Store, or you can uh, follow us along on social media. Uh, we're doing a, as best we can to get updates all around the uh, scoreboard as we try to get that out with pictures uh, there on our social media, Twitter and Facebook. You can follow us, Rebel Radio underscore MHS, and, uh, and we do we do what we can. Yeah, and you can take that Duke app wherever you
3: go. I told you, Wayne, during the offseason, I drove as far north as Muncie, Indiana, and as far south as Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and I listened to the Duke the whole way. Never got
2: old, buddy. Yeah, if, if you're wondering why Ben does all that driving, he is a uh, he is a travel ball dad. Uh, he has got a son that's a really promising travel baseball player. Now uh, he's playing for the Rebs uh, in, the, in the feeder program. And then his, his daughter, a great volleyball player, playing for the, the high school junior varsity, a promising freshman for the, for the Rebels.
3: Well, I appreciate that, Wayne.
2: But uh, but a lot going on here tonight as the Rebels trail Bradley Central, the Red Rebel marching band out on the field, wearing it out as they do each and every week. But let's take a break, listen to some fine sponsors. When we come back, more of the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show, Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM.
8: Pokies and Sports invites you to stop by their store to check out their amazing selection of school spirit gear. Need trophies, awards, or plaques for your team or business? Pokies has it all. Everything from sporting goods to screen printing, monogramming to laser engraving, and even letter jackets. Pokies represents all local schools with their selection and can create a personalized design. Since 1995, the Tinker family has been happily serving our local area with all its school spirit needs. Check out Pokies online at pokies.net or give them a call at 865-984.
2: And don't forget, when you leave Pokies to check out the Village Tinker, just a short walk down Broadway for unique gifts and home goods. You'll be glad you did. Go Rebels!
5: Are you facing the challenge of burying piping, wires, or conduits underground? Here's the game changer: Underground Connection. The Underground Drilling and Boring experts since 2005 they do directional boring, the method of choice when traditional trenching isn't feasible or when you desire minimal surface disturbance. Your go-to team for all commercial and residential underground drilling work, including rock, is Underground Connection. Fully licensed, insured, and proudly T DOT and gas approved. Call now 865 865- 260 260 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 20 406-4127. Don't let traditional trenching hold you back. Call 865-406-4127. You'll be
1: glad you did.
13: Coach Barnes, is that dry shampoo?
1: Listen, Coach Harper, you know as well as anybody that every minute we coaches can save is a precious minute we get to spend at home.
13: Is that why you bring this desk out onto the practice court?
1: Well, not exactly, but it is why I love using go-kart curbside pickup at Food City. I order my groceries online, grab them on the way home without even leaving the car. Hey, my order ready, gotta run.
13: Hey, Coach, mind if I borrow your computer?
1: Food City, the official
5: supermarket of the Vols. Delosure Realty and Auction asks now what? Faced with settling an estate or liquidating any type of property, now what? Here in East Tennessee, many people have turned to Delosier Realty and Auction. Delosier can have an auction for you with less stress and better results, all on your timetable. It's simple. Just give Delosier the keys and they'll come take care of the rest. Learn more at DelosureAuctions.com or call 865-681-7797. Delosier Realty and Auction in Maryville,
2: Welcome back to Bradley Central High School for the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz and Ben, a lot of listeners back home. We, We usually hang a banner here, but, you know, I was like, we're a long way from home and the app would just get behind if if we're here in the stadium. But I'll tell you, somebody back home listening to us, Miss Lily Walker is listening to us back at home. Appreciate you, Miss Lily. Always appreciate who listens to Rebel Radio, and we're hoping to call a big Red Rebel comeback win here tonight. Absolutely, and uh, hello to her dad, Randall. Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, the Red Rebel marching band finish up strong here at Bradley Central. I don't know that they know how to perform Not not top notch. It's just – Really good marching, really good show, and they're they're getting in, in almost midseason form, getting ready for competition. Bradley Central's band is out on the field right now. They're facing away from us, so we're not hearing the full score. We would we would put them on mic here, but uh, both bands really doing a really nice job.
3: Now I'm a terrible multitasker, as you know. So <laughs> when you're playing a song in an instrument. How difficult is it to remember your walk pattern and play that instrument? Are there times where, you're, where you get confused or are there times where you really have to be spot on?
2: So so I will tell anybody who, who has been in marching band, they know the answer to that question. But for anybody who's asking, here's the thing. It's just like football. It's just like basketball. It's like baseball. How do you get better at doing something? You practice, practice it. You practice it. They, they've ran this set. They've moved. They've played over and over probably since mid July and they've got this muscle memory to this time they know just what beat they make their, their right foot move they know when to change directions and honestly in a lot of ways you know who you're supposed to be next to on your left and right and so you just it's 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 just one guy knows where he's supposed to be and it all works out so no these are, these are athletes top notch so what you're saying
3: is study the stat sheet with binoculars I think so
2: uh, <laughs> they do have plays they do it's called sets and it's a it, it's basically the field mapped out, and it says, hey, I'm number 37 on this sheet. That's where I need to be on this one. And so it's it, if you know, you know. I definitely want to take this opportunity to give a shout-out to the veterans. I come from a
3: military family. So September 2nd is the celebration of VJ Day, the victory over Japan during World War II. First time that Japan signed over a surrender to a foreign power and the official end of World War II. Thank you to all those fine men and women who serve and have served for our country.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, it's one of those things. Friday nights, Monday mornings, everything that, that we are able to do is done because somebody somewhere is still fighting for our freedom. And that's something to, to, to really lift up. It's one thing that it's timeless. You do, it doesn't get old. It doesn't, it doesn't age. It's one of those things. There's young men and women right now that are doing it. And on that same day, September 2nd, so long ago, there was men and women in other countries – fighting just to make sure Japan wasn't the only one that had to give it up.
3: Right. A lot to be thankful for on this long Labor Day weekend for everyone.
2: Absolutely. Enjoy your family. Enjoy the time off. Weather's supposed to be great. Humidity's broken somewhat. It's a nice – it's a nice – I won't say brisk, but it's cooler than it has been in several weeks. It's a great night for football here in Bradley County. But just under five and a half minutes here in this halftime show. Again, Bradley Central's marching band out there doing work. And so we're going to take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors again. The sponsors for Rebel Radio. Get out, support those local companies, and especially uh, one I want to give a, a quick shout out to is Pokies. If you haven't been to Pokies lately, get out there. They've got hats, sweaters, T-shirts, hoodies. Uh, they've got. Uh, they've even got car tags. They've got uh, hoodies. They've got even little things you can put your your Stanley water cup in for that same marble on it. And correct me if I'm wrong, they do engraving as well. They do trophies engraving. And if you just need a a quick gift, walk down the street to the Village Tinker. If you haven't heard the ad, stay tuned, you'll hear it in a minute. But uh, pokies in sports, pokies engraving, the Tinker family, they'll get you set up with anything spirit wear and also get you ready for any event. But let's take a break, listen to some fine sponsors. We'll come back for the finish of the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM.
6: If you have junk that you need gone, give a bus to Jumpy Gone. We're locally owned with the number one junk removal in East Tennessee for the past 18 years. Jumpy Gone offers 15-yard driveway dumpsters. We can do demolition or we can bring a two-man crew to load it up for you. Give us a bus at 865-675-5865 or visit us on the web at junkygone.biz. Jumpy Gone is proud to bring you the Maryville High School football game of the week.
14: When there's stuff that you gone, give a bus to.
6: Dickens Turf and Landscape
5: Supply with all the tools and equipment you could ever need for your lawn care. It's time to aerate and seed for fall, and their staff has the knowledge to get you the right products for your lawn, including proven turf grass technologies, tall fescue blend, custom organic blends, and more. And don't forget that fall fertilizer. When it comes time to cut that new lawn, Dickens Supply has the top brands you can trust, including the grass-fed bulls of Toro and Ferris commercial mowers. Use what the pros use. Shop Dickens Turf and Landscape supply in Knoxville and Maryville online at Dickensupply.com
14: Caduza. K-d- Cadunza. Cadunzu. Cadunza. Cadunza.
12: Unusual name, exceptional service on your BMW, Mini Cooper, Mercedes, and Audi. Cadunza is locally owned and operated on Middlebrook Pike. Not your typical auto repair shop. There's no pressure. Upfront cost estimates on your BMW, Mini Cooper, Mercedes, and Audi service, repairs, and maintenance. Call two four six six five six nine or cadunza.com. K A D U N Z A dot com.
5: is is a proud sponsor of the Miraville Rebels.
14: And
2: welcome back to the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser, alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, uh, Rebels are heading back to the football field. Bradley's walking down the steps slowly, uh, getting back in into the field of play. And looks like Coach Hunt is with Chris Hibbs. Let's talk down to the coach. Hey, fellas, I'm down
7: here with Coach Hunt. Uh, coach Hunt, uh, you know, hard fall first half. Uh, I feel like the offensive... Uh, both two drives you went know, all the way down the field, you know, just stalled out toward the end. Defensively, seems like we are right there, you know, just to tackle away from stopping some big plays. So, What are you looking at from the second half of your players?
1: Yeah, we, we had two great drives and couldn't finish. If we finish those drives, this looks like a different game right now and we're in it. Um, they've got so much uh, speed on the edge and perimeter, it's tough, you know, it's tough to keep them in. Our kids are going to keep fighting. We've got to play better, obviously. And um, a lot of it has to do with Bradley. So we're gonna we're gonna
2: battle and uh, try to chip away at this lead and see if we can't get back in this thing. All right, thank you, Coach. Hey, he he doesn't split hairs. He he talks about what was, what is, and what's got to happen. Got to play clean football. Got to battle. And here's the thing. Maryville's known to have better second halves than first halves. That's been no different this year. And here's the thing, defensively, I think we've had moments to where we've really stalled down this offense. It's been some big plays that's made the difference. But like he said, you finish the first drive, it could possibly be a a 21-10 game. You get the penalty down here in the end zone, it could be a 21-17 game. And so there's there's just a handful of plays you'd like to have back. But at the end of the day, you can't keep looking back and expect to win this football game. Got to get upfield, got to win this one.
3: Yeah, that first drive, 81 yards. And, and the one you talked about, we got the third down and seven after the Elkins 21-yard catch. And we run a slant. Looks like we're going to get the P.I. and the reset on downs. We don't get that. We end up with a field goal. But let's see how this team deals with this adversity in the second half. They're a well-coached
2: team. You'll go, Red Rebels. Yeah, and I think both teams are well coached. I think you give a you give you, t- you tip your hat to Coach Floyd. He's doing a really nice job here tonight. But I think right now you got to worry about having the best 24 minutes that a Maryville football team can put out there. And at the end of at, at the end of these next two quarters, let the chips fall where they may. But you got to make sure that at the end of tonight, you're happy with what you put on the field. Yeah, put it all out there, Wayne. Put it all on, out there. It looks like all the quarterbacks are warming up in this one. Uh, Cobbles kind of throwing to, he's throwing to 84, and then he's flipping it to to Reach Coulter. Out. It's going to be 84. Micah, he is he is to keep the stub fingers away. That's that's that position. I Couple, think I could play that position. Oh yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, <laughs> I doubt it. I'm not a good catch. That's kneeling. (laughs) But uh, but they're warming up all of them. I think they're going to empty the bucket here in these last 24 minutes. They added three minutes back to this halftime clock. Let's add three more sponsors to this halftime break. A Barnett Roofing Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, pistolcreekeats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week. Pistol Creek Eats, Blount County's own top-shelf barbecue. And you can thank me later. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East
5: Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033 and let Cody Knuckles take
8: Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist.
2: And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and this is the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here. 95.7. The sun has said we're under the lights here at Bears Stadium. And, Ben, 24 minutes. We talked about it a lot. The halftime show was great, but now it's time to kick this one away. Bradley will get the football to start the second half. What do you expect out of the Rebel defense?
3: I expect them to step up and show a lot of intensity in the second half. The crowd, Mike, just blew up there as the congregation from the team in the south end zone there. Everybody's fired up, ready to play football in the second half.
2: Yeah, I think they understand they've got still a lot left to give here tonight, and they're going to look to do that as they open this one up. The officials are at midfield, and they're doing some additional stretches. Uh, I think they're ready to, uh, to see a, a good finish to this one, 24 minutes away, as it's going to now the clock will hit zeros, and both the return team for Maryville and the kicking team for Bradley Central will hit the turf. Twenty-one to three is your score again. Boo Carter on number two, or number two Jackson Wilson and number twelve Kayla Martin, the stars for Bradley Central there in the first half. Make no mistake, the plan here is to kick the ball in the back of the end zone. Looks like Boo Carter. That is going to be Jarius Rogers and. I think that's number eight. Marcus Gorey, Jr. will be deep for, for the Bradley Central Bears. Gorey will stand at his own goal line. Looks like Sir will kick it away. Number 95 for the Max Sir will kick it away for the Red Rebels. He'll kick it from our 40-yard line going right to left here on Bradley Field. And he'll approach it's second-half action here from Bradley Central High School. High spinner is going to go into the end zone. Bring Bradley out to their own 20-yard line. That hit the back of the end zone on that kick. Good kick. Good kick by Max Sir. He is a uh, – he can knock it through the end zone. Don't get a lot of returns with him like that, and he's going to be here for a while as he is a 6'1", 200-pound sophomore. It's a big leg for a that sophomore. It is, Yeah. Quickly out on defense are the Rebels. Looks like going to have usual suspects, no change in where they are, just uh, probably going to be changing how they attack. Quickly, Caleb Martin will bring the troops out. He'll have two receivers to the left, two to the right. He'll have number two Jackson Wilson in the backfield with him. He'll stay in shotgun. He'll take the snap. Quarterback keeper going to go right up the middle. He's going to spin off the first defender, meet the second, and Zeke McCoy will bring him down at the – Bradley 30-yard line. That'll be a pickup of 10. Running in between the hash marks, makes a couple
3: spin moves. Zeke McCoy stays home and drops him.
2: and that is going to be a gain of 10 on the play. They're going to call it a Bradley first down. They'll reset. Looks like play coming in from the sideline. They're going to quickly break the huddle. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. And they'll keep Mr. Jackson Wilson in the backfield with Martin. Martin's going to fake the handoff. He's going to deliver on the flat and popped it loose. Hutton Jones like a missile, and he's going to drop number one, Jarius Rogers. Hutton Jones read that all the way. Kutsui Burr gets in there and drops it. Well, talk about going where you plan to go. Jarius Rogers didn't see him coming, turned up field, and it was all Hutton Jones from there. That got the faithful into it. Looks like, looks like there might have been an unsportsmanlike. it looks like just maybe knocked them back. It's going to be first and 15 on that one. So maybe took the the hit for nothing then. We're going to quickly get it back to the line of scrimmage. New line of scrimmage will be the Bradley 25-yard line. Caleb Martin, same same set. Martin's going to take the ball, tucks it down. He's going to try to get wide. He does. He's going to get across the 25, across the 30, and he's just going to scamper out of bounds. We're going to see where they say he steps out. 31-yard line is where they'll mark it. They'll get him back just beyond the original line of scrimmage. It'll be second nine.
3: to about the 27-yard line, made a cut towards the Bradley Central sidelines,
2: saw Nolan White there and ran out of bounds. The second and nine upcoming. Bowen left to right here on Bradley Field. 11-04 to play in the third quarter. Big second down here. I think they're all big from here, Ben. Oh, yeah. Caleb Martin and shotgun. He'll flip the receivers to the right-hand side. He's looking, wants to throw it. Now he's just going to have to tuck and go. Now he's going to cut it to Jarius Rogers. I think he was beyond the line of scrimmage, so this may be all for naught. But Jarius Rogers dancing and running, and he's going to get out near midfield. But the flag is way back at about the 32-yard line. I think that's because he was about a yard past the original line of scrimmage. This will this will be coming back. Yeah, I think you're right, Wayne. Yeah, I think he tucked it, in, and then at the last second saw Jarius Rogers and then just flicked it out there. Unfortunately, it's beyond the original line of scrimmage. Yep. Confirmed. Confirmed. And they're going to back him up. So, Jarius Rogers bounced off a lot of Rebels, and it'll be all for naught. See where they set that one up. They're still backing it off. Keep Boy, going back. Loss it down on that one. That one's huge. It's going to be third. I'm going to say third and about 13. Hey, he agrees with me. Third and 13 upcoming. Need to do that more often. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Caleb Martin in shotgun formation. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. And Wilson in the backfield with it. Martin's going to roll the pocket to the left. He's going to look to throw it. He's got Boo Carter down the field. Boo with the catch inside Maryville territory. They're going to say down out of bounds at the Maryville 44-yard line. He'll pick up the first down and more inside Maryville territory. First down, Bradley.
3: Caleb Martin rolls out towards the Bradley sidelines. Looked like Sam Young was getting held a little bit there on the outside. No call. Throw the ball on the post. Knocked out of bounds.
2: Yeah, Boo Carter just found him, a, found him a soft spot back there and sat on it, and uh, and Caleb, Caleb just delivered it. Martin's going to play action. He's going to roll the pocket to the right now, tuck it, and run. He's going to go straight ahead forward, run directly into the Rebels, and it's going to pop free, and the Rebels turn them back. They pick up the fumble. Martin lowered the shoulder, and we lowered the boom. What a play by number 10, and what a play by Jack Carter love the play there as you know what power meets power and jack carter says that's my football takes it away rebels turn back the the bears that's a huge play and how about number 10 nolan white in on that play as well it takes all 11 men and in just in like that casey cobble back out on offense Cobble's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to give it to Bryce Davis. He cuts. He gets left. He's going to get across the 35, cross the 40, and they're going to say down at the 40-yard line, but not before he picks up eight big yards, second and two. Bryce gets up the left hash marks, cuts towards the Marable
3: sidelines, tries to beat one Tito Williams to get to the end zone and gets tackled
2: shy of the first down. I think it was a five-hole play, but he saw it filled, so he got out to the seven-hole. <laughs> Casey Cobble takes a high snap. He's going to get it to Price again. He's going to go same spot, and he's going to pick up a yard on the play. It'll be third and one. He didn't, he didn't ease into that one. He's
3: going to wear down that left side. Number 22, Wiley Suskowitz on the tackle. Now, I like how
2: you're just going right at the teeth here. Third and one, big play for the Rebels. Quickly get the play in, they're going to break. They'll get two receivers to the right, a stacked Eli Elkins to the left side, and Jonah Arms out at tight end. It's going to be Price Davis to his left hip pocket. Now there'll be an adjustment, flips him to the right. Price to the right, Casey Cobble cleans the hands. He's going to take the shotgun snap, play action, and it's going to be Cobble who's going to spin, get the first down out to the 45. Needed one, got five, and it's going to be first and ten Red Rebels. Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. Played the joker on that play, headed up the middle of the field. Nobody but Boo Carter to beat. I think there's going to be a burn on Price Davis's arms as it was in his belly, and then he ripped it out and got upfield, got the first down. Fresh set of downs. Cobble looks to the sideline, checks the play. Going to have two receivers to the right. Cobble's going to take a high snap. He's going to give it to Price Davis. Price going to go straight ahead forward, and they're going to say about a half-yard loss as as the Bradley Bears got upfield, a bull rush, if you will, And drop Price for a half-yard loss. Yeah, high snap on the counter. Number eight, Marcus Gorey gets in the backfield, makes the tackle for lost yardage. Casey looks to the sideline, talking to Coach Hunt. He's going to get the play in. Quickly breaks the huddle. Price will be to his left hip pocket, three receivers to the right. None to the left. Pretty pretty busy box there for Bradley Central. They're going to move. Looks like Jonah arms Eli Elkins across the formation. Now Manu's going to go into motion. Shotgun snap, play action to Manu. That's going to be a throw down the field to Eli Elkins, and it is going to be in and out of the hands of Eli just beyond the fingertips of the tight end. It was a seam play The Benefit connects. Big yardage for the Rebels. Yeah, Elkins had Mason go, re-beat, made a stutter step there and just incomplete pass down the sideline. That's one of those deals. You had to get it over, Gore and to do that, you had to push it another yard long. Just couldn't catch up with it. Third and 11 upcoming, 8-10 to play here in the third quarter. Bradley leads 21-3. Casey Cobble shotgun formation. He'll take the snap, little three-step drop, wanting to throw it again. He's going to get it out wide, and it's going to be high, intended for Britton Barrett, and that's going to fall incomplete. It'll be fourth down.
3: Barrett gets to the first down. Marker does an out route towards the sidelines. Family, number five, Mason
2: Gowry on the play. Ball was set. A little high there, but Zeke McCoy will come out in pump formation. And deep for the Bradley Bears will be Boo Carter and, and Jarius Rogers. McCoy back deep to punt for the I got a good feeling neither one of them will touch it. To number six, Boo Carter.
10: Yeah, set,
3: set a stopwatch on how long Zeke holds this ball, Wayne, before
2: he punts it. Zeke McCoy will kick from his own 29. He catches it at the 29, approaches, kicks this one away, end over end. Looks like Rodgers may get it. No, it's going to bounce back. A Mariville bounce as it is going to be downed at the 24-yard line, and that's where Bradley will take over. Jonah Arms with the down of the football. I think that's a do-si-do there. You, you, you're happy to stop Bradley, but you wanted to kind of take something back with you. Unable to do that. Yeah, hats off right there on the special teams. Well executed on that punt. Yeah, I thought really uh, kind of getting it in the middle of the field, I thought that might have spelled disaster, but a good coverage team got downfield and really blocked off Boo and Jarius Rogers. All I heard on the on the PA was screen, screen print and embroidery. They must be talking about pokies down here. <laughs> That's all I can think of. Bradley's going to get back out on offense. Martin will be at quarterback. He's, he's controlled this Bradley offense well tonight. Gonna have three receivers to the left, one to the right. Now he's gonna tuck it down. Design quarterback run. He's gonna get about two yards, maybe three. And he's gonna be pulled down in the in the teeth of that rebel defense. Runs up the middle of the field. Bryce Goins, number 76, in on the tackle. Yeah, Sam Young uh, right there just kind of holding serve, meeting the quarterback in the hole. Be second and seven. Again, ball on the Bradley 27. A little Martin, three receivers to the left, one to the right. Little play action. He's going to look at, to get it out to Jarius Rogers, And Hun jones has that play snuffed out two times. Two times for a loss. Darius Rogers makes the catch this time, but Hutton-Jones chops him down nonetheless. Yeah, ball thrown out in the perimeter. Hutton-Jones textbook lower extremity tackle right there. Yeah, Hutton's pursuit. Once he dials in on you, when he gets the, the red crosshairs, he's shooting good. And just like that, back him up to that original line of scrimmage. It'll be third and ten upcoming. Alam Martin will flip his receivers. He's going to roll the pocket to the right-hand side. He's looking down, looking to throw it. There's a lot of flags on the play in the area of holding. Jarius Rogers with the catch, and he's going to scamper into the end zone. But I think it's a highlight reel that won't count, as I think this one's coming
3: back. Yeah, you got to hold down here. Number two, Jackson Williams. Wilson.
2: Jackson Wilson on number nine, Sam Young. Yeah, I think that's why, uh, one, Caleb Martin was so wide open to throw the football, and I think ultimately nobody could get down to Jarius Rogers based on that. So that's going to be third and even longer now, Ben. It was third and ten on the throw. Jarius Rogers is going to make a highlight out of that one, but it'll come back and set up third. That should be third and 15 minimum.
10: It'll be third,
14: down, and 20 for the Bears.
2: Okay. So used to, the new rule should be from the previous spot, but – If they count it from the the spot of the foul, then, yeah, it would be. Goes by the line of scrimmage, yeah. So, yeah, third and 20. Third and 20. Oh, because it's in the – there we go. That's why we – there's a lot of reasons Ken's here, but that's another one. Let's write that one down. Caleb Martin will have third and 20. Wasted a splash play on one that ended in, in penalty. Looks like they've got the play in. Caleb Martin's going to deliver it to the troops. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. And he's going to flip number two, Jackson Wilson, to his right hip. He's going to put Jackson out, actually out at the slot. He'll be in the backfield by himself. Caleb Martin takes the snap. He's going to look to roll the pocket to the right. Is he going to have to tuck it and go? He does. He gets across the 20, 25, and runs out of bounds at the 31-yard line. It's going to be short of the first down, Ben. I, I think that's a win for the Rebel defense.
3: Yeah, wanted to make sure Boo Carter didn't make a big play there. Gave plenty of room there on that perimeter. Number 20, Mason Ball, stays home and makes, forces Caleb Martin to run out of
2: bounds. So it looks like the quarterback also is a punter as Caleb Martin will punt this one away for Bradley Central. Again, defense has come to play here in the second half for the Red Rebels. Turning back Bradley Central to this point two times. It's going to be a high snap, but he'll get it and get it away. It's going to be a straight and hard roller, and looks like we're going to have to return this one. 89 with it. He's going to get back. He's going to get across the 35-40 and try to switch field, get across the 45 and out to the 46-yard line. That's going to be number 89. I've got Colton Faust. That's correct. Tackle made by number two, Jackson Wilson. Hey, I like what he did with it, kind of got behind his blocker and then tried to make something out at the hash and then got what he could get. Love the field position here, first and ten Red Rebels as they go right to left here at Bradley Field. Cobble, who has had this one wire to wire to this point, will have Price Davis to his right hip pocket, one receiver to the left, one to the right. Stack said Eli Elkins, will put Manu in motion. High snaps, going to give it to Bryce Davis. No, he keeps it himself. He's going to get across the 45-50, and he is going to be dropped at the Bradley 49-yard line, but a nice five-yard pickup on the keeper by Casey Cobble. Yeah, Cobble
3: gets out to the hash mark, tries to make it upfield a couple of yards about the 50, cuts
2: towards the sidelines. Number six, Boo Carter, was waiting to lay the tackle. 5.55 to play in the third quarter. Bradley still leads 21-3, and it'll be second, second and five for For the Rebels. Good eyesight. Getting there. Getting there, Ben. It's store-bought, but I'm there. (laughs) Casey Cobbles gets the play. He'll break the huddle. Got a warranty on them eyeballs? Actually, I do. I'll tell you later. (laughs) Britton buried out wide left, and it'll be Manu to the right. They're going to put Manu in motion. High snap, but he'll get it down. He'll give it to Price Davis. Price going to go right in the teeth. Needed five, got six, Ben. And it's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Nice run by Price.
3: How about that, Dwight Price? Right up the middle of the field. Marcus Gorey, number eight on the tackle. First down, Red Rebels.
2: Yeah, not a lot of quit out there for the Red Rebels. They're looking to do something here. They got the faithful into it. hat. They have not wavered all night. Faithful been here. Cobble's going to take the snap. He'll give it to Price. Price going to go right, get back left to the middle of the field. He'll get near the Bradley 40-yard line. And I'll say that's where he comes to rest. It'll be second and seven. Price won't shy from Tito, just running up those hash marks. Number three, Tito Williams on the tackle. I swear, that's a, that's a matchup and a half physically. Price Davis and Tito Williams. Going to be Cobble. He'll, he'll operate on top of the Bradley B around midfield. He'll take the snap. He'll give it to Price Davis. Price going to go straight ahead. He gets past the first guy, needs to get past Boo Carter, and he's going to get near the 30-yard line. They're going to say Bradley 31-yard line. Needed seven men, got nine. That's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. He got to the sticks and kept pushing on Boo Carter and Demarius Ballard. Price is fighting with a lot of intensity right now. Got intensity indeed. 4.39 to play in the third. First and ten Red Rebels. He'll have two receivers to the right, stack set to the left. He'll take the shotgun snap. He fakes it to Price Davis. Now that's going to be Cobble goes straight ahead forward inside the 25-yard line, down to the 23, and that's going to be a pickup of about eight on first down. Keeps the ball, runs towards the Maribel sidelines, up the hash marks there. Tackle made up around the head by number three, Tito Williams. One-two punch, Price Davis and Casey Cobble on this one. 4-0-5 4-0-5 to play in the third. 21-3 Bradley. The Rebels looking to threaten. Hobble trying to get the hard count. He's going to check to the line, to the side. He's going to flip Price Davis right to left. He'll have two receivers to the right-hand side. Takes the shotgun snap. Going to be a quarterback keeper right behind Pros Davis. He's going to get inside the 20 and run out of bounds after picking up the first down. He's going to be out of bounds at the 17-yard line as they get inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. Well-designed play
3: call. You had a lot of meat over there. Just follow Price Davis for the first down.
2: Well, here's the thing. On the play-action side, you've got to respect Price possibly having the football. That eats up two or three linemen, and then Casey's got one-on-one to try to get to the sideline. First and ten red Rebels. That's Dwight Price of Realty Executives' first down. Cobble takes the shotgun snap. Same play. He's going to go right behind Price. Backs his way inside the 15, down to the 12-yard line. Casey Cobble got a little body lean on him. Yeah, just following that Price Davis and Alex Boyd combo right there on the left side. It's going to be second and four to go. Just outside the 10-yard line. Can get a first down inside the two. It's going to be Coulter in at quarterback. He's going to go right, and Coulter is going to roll inside the 10 down to the nine. And Coulter snuck in there. We'll see what, what is the... What's the reasoning for this? Maybe just getting Cobble a break. I hope he's not not dinged up on the play. Keeper to the right side, number 45, Cannon Reagan in on the tackle. Coulter will stay in. He'll have Price Davis to his right hip pocket, two receivers to the left. Coulter's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to give it to to Price Davis. Price going to push inside the nine. They're going to give him the seven-yard line. We're going to see what we have here. Just running in between the teeth of that defense. Did they get the first down? Got to be close. No signal just yet. Doesn't look like it, Ben. Oh, looks like we did. First and goal, no signal, but the, the flags just dropped. That was my signal. First <laughs> and goal, Red Rebels. Coulter will stay in at quarterback. We'll keep an eye on Casey's condition. Coulter's going to fake it to, to Price Davis. He's going to deliver out in the flat to Eli Elkins. He's going to get into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. Got a flag on the play, Wayne. Flag is on the play. Looks like our linemen know what the call is going to be. But again, nice play design, nice execution. Coulter to Cobble, or Coulter to Elkins. Looks like this one will come back. That was first down, goal to go, so it will continue to be first and goal. It's going to be a 10-yard penalty, though, so it will back us up to the 18-yard line. It'll still be first so that will first and goal, goal, goal from the 18. The yard line. It's the 18. <laughs> oh, 207 to play here in the third quarter, 21-3 in favor of Bradley, but Rebels looking to cut into that here late in the third quarter. Looks like it's going to be Britton Barrett, Zeke McCoy out wide right, and it's going to be Charlie Manu to the left. Graham Coulter will stay at the controls. He's going to move Manu into motion. Now Coulter's going to run right behind Price Davis. Coulter will power inside the 15 down to the 13-yard line. He'll pick up five there on first down. It'll be second and goal from the 13.
3: Coulter does the keeper, gets towards the outside, and puts Tito Williams on his back.
2: I like these run plays to the left to set back up the Eli Elkins flat pass that just scored a touchdown that got called back. Looks like Elkins will line up to the right side of the formation. Looks like Britton Barrett will be out wide right. They'll move Zeke McCoy into motion. High snap. They're going to fake it. They're going to fake it to Price Davis. Graham Colts are going to run straight ahead forward, and he's going to be dropped at the 15-yard line. They'll say loss of two on that one. And it'll be third and goal from the 15.
3: Play action there, risk versus reward. He decides to keep it. Number 28,
2: A.J. Williams was sitting there waiting on him. Yeah, I think at any at any rate, there's there's a 50-50 right there that has to happen real quick. Sometimes you win, sometimes you don't.
3: Yeah, and a lot of times on those play action, it's a read that you're making on the defensive
2: end. Cobble was getting checked out here on the sideline. Looks like they've completed that. The Coulter will stay in at the controls. We'll go to Hippie at the next break. Coulter's going to put a man in motion. He's going to look to throw the football. He's going to look for Elkins. Elkins in the end zone, and it is going to be, they're going to say incomplete out of bounds, picked off by Boo Carter, but they're going to say out of bounds before he came down with it.
3: Elkins runs a wheel down the sidelines, and Boo Carter makes a cut, jumps up, makes the interception, but was well out of bounds when he landed on the ground.
2: Yeah, absolutely out of bounds, 21-3, and looks like we will attempt uh, to get the points while we're down here. And looks like, looks like Hudson Jamerson will attempt the field goal. He will kick this one from his 22-yard line, so it'll be a 32-yard attempt. He'll set up on the left hash. The hold is down, the kick is up, the kick is on its way, looks good. And Ben it is good. The kick is good, and the Denzo scoreboard has changed. Hudson Jamerson, a 32-yard field goal. Good. And your score now reads the Bradley Bears 21. The the visiting Maryville Red Rebels six. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 95.7, Duke FM.
9: Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo Only Doctor, pharmacy and workout facility. Learn more at DenzoCareers.com/slash Marival. T-E-N-S-O careers.com slash Get in the game. Join the Denso team at Denso careers.com slash and start crafting your future today.
2: And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here. Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Checked in with Mr. Chris Hips on the sideline. An upper body uh, injury to Casey Cobble. Questionable to return at this point. So, we're, uh, we're, we're our thoughts are with Casey. Again, a warrior tonight, to say the least. He's really put in a lot of effort here for the Red Rebels. Couldn't have said it any better, Wayne. Uh, 13 plays on that drive,
3: 39 yards, 5 minutes, 32 seconds time of possession.
2: Max Sayre to kick this one away. He has been the Bigfoot uh, here tonight as he's kicked it out of the back of the end zone most times he's touched it. He kicks it again, a high spinner, and looks like this one will be returnable at the one-yard line. We'll see who's got it. It's going to be number eight, Goree, and he is going to get wide left. He's going to get upfield, get across the 35-yard line. They're going to say to the 40. And Marcus Gore, Jr., a 39-yard return right there. Wyatt Kaufman acts as the lifeboat there. Last man to beat and makes a nice push out of bounds there. 31.3 seconds to go here in the third. Bradley leads 21-6 over our Red Rebels. Here's some scores of
3: interest. Dobbins Bennett at halftime, 2014 14 over Westridge. And then Alcoa
2: 31-0 in the third quarter. That's an interesting score. How do you get to 31? Sounds like a miss PAT or a two-point conversion somewhere in there. Get a couple safeties, huh? It's going to be Kayla Martin. He's going to hand it to number two. That's going to be Jackson Wilson. He's going to push the pile ahead forward, cross the 45, out to the 49-yard line. Needed 10, got nine. It'll be second and one.
3: Jackson Wilson tries to do some power running there, number 24. Matthew Covert waylays him.
2: Nearing the end of the quarter, we'll see if they get another playoff. Under 10 to play. Doesn't look like Martin's interested in getting there. As Boo Carter walks to the sideline holding up four fingers, I think that's going to bring it to an end. As the third quarter comes to an end, the Denzo scoreboard reads, you're Rebel six, the homestanding Bradley Bears 21. Let's take one quick break. We'll come right back for fourth quarter action. You're listening to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week on 95.7 Duke FM. El Jimidor Mexican Grill
11: a Blunt County tradition for 20 years El Jimidor Mexican Grill is fast filling and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimidor Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10. Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimidor Mexican Grill 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 Six five six eight one sixty forty 6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blount County Sports. Gladiator! 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 To
2: fight with the, gods. I'm the giant And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone game of the week here live from Bradley Central High School. End of quarter stats brought to you by Cadunza at the end of three. Rebels Trail, Bradley Central 21 to 6. 48 total plays for 206 for the Red Rebels, 35 plays for 389 for the Bradley Bears. 213 passing yards, Ben. They've been able to make hay through the screen pass. And that passing yardage number for Maribel hasn't changed. It was 40 at halftime, it's 40 right now. It's going to be Caleb Martin. He's going to give the football to number two, and he's going to run forward. Needed about a yard and a half and he is going to get what he's needed and more. Jackson Wilson gets a Bradley first down inside the Mariville territory down to the 45-yard line. Five, makes a cut about the
3: 48-yard line towards the Maryville sidelines. Number 88, Jack Carter, makes the tackle.
2: Yeah, Jack Carter's had his work cut out for him. He has performed well here tonight, but again, a whole face full of Jackson Wilson, Tito Williams, and that running game for Bradley Central. Yeah, multiple guys on this defense will probably play in the SEC next year. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Caleb Martin is going to take the snap. He's going to hand it again to Mr. Wilson, and Wilson's going to get straight ahead forward inside the Maryville 40-yard line down to the 39. Similar play as the
3: previous play. This one here, up the hash marks there, number 20, Mason
2: Ball on the tackle. Yeah, Mason Ball's had himself a night too, been, been working all night long. This defense... Uh, they're out there still performing at a high level, and they've they've had their hands full with Bradley Central tonight. Well-disciplined, well-coached. Yeah, and well-conditioned. Compliments of Coach Waters. Caleb Martin back in shotgun formation. He's actually going to have Boo Carter to his right hip pocket, three receivers to the right, one to the left. He's going to play action to Boo, deliver it out in the flat. That's going to be a low pass intended for Jackson Wilson, and he's actually going to make the catch and lose yards as he caught it at the 42-yard line, it fell down.
3: Yeah, a lot of cushion over there. Caleb Martin saw the play. He didn't plant his feet, so threw the ball towards the cleats of the receiver.
2: Incomplete pass. Yeah, under 10-and-a-half to play in this one. Fourth quarter action. Bradley leads 21-to-6. Martin looking to slow it down, getting the play from the sideline. Now he'll quickly bring it back. A little token huddle, didn't really gather, just kind of yelled it to everybody. Do this for Delosier Auction Realty right here, Wayne. Two to the right, two to the left. It's going to be a play action by Caden Martin. He's going to try to flip it out in the flat. That's a backwards pass. And just by the skin of his teeth did Jackson Wilson get back on that. As they, That would have been a loose ball should we have been able to scoop it. Yeah, Delosier Auction Company, this tussle, this battle here on defense, uh, all the times we've got off the field tonight it has been brought to you by Delosier Auction Company.
3: Good play called there. It was open out there in the perimeter. Caleb just didn't plant his feet on the pass and throws the ball low to the ground.
2: That's twice in a row, under 10 to play. Caleb Martin will check the play at the line of scrimmage. And they're going to punt this one away. Two bad plays is a Delosier auction stop on defense. Martin will punt this one away. And it is going to be fair caught at our own 17-yard line. Trying to get the number of who actually fair caught that. I think it's Zeke McCoy. He punts and punt returns. <laughs> Zeke McCoy, a man of all things. He about had to get on the defender's back to make the catch, but nice catch by Zeke McCoy. Yeah, absolutely. They were in his face, to, no doubt. 9.50 to play in this one. Again, 15-point advantage uh, for the Bradley Bears. So two scores, two possessions. You need, need to cut into that one here. Coulter will be at the quarterback position. He's going to take a three, five-step drop. Now just look to get it get it cleared out, and they are going to deliver it to Price Davis behind the line of scrimmage. He's going to catch it at the 14, and that's where he'll, he'll come down, and that's going to be a loss on the play, loss of three. Number three,
3: Tito Williams lets the receivers release to the secondary. He stays home and makes
2: a tackle in the backfield. Yeah, good read by Bradley's defense and just uh, dug a little deeper for the Rebel offense to say second 14. Coulter's going to be in shotgun. and he'll take the snap. He's going to play action. No, he's going to keep it. He's going to go right-hand side. Now he'll back his way across the original line of scrimmage and out to the 19-yard line, and that'll be – it's going to be third and nine.
3: Keeper headed towards the Marable sidelines, gets in between the hash marks, eventually taken down by number
2: three, Tito Williams. Coulter looks to the sideline. He'll have Price to his left hip pocket. Check it right hip pocket as they'll move it. He'll check at the line of scrimmage, stay in shotgun. Takes the shotgun snap, play action. Now he's gonna look to throw it, pumps it once. The second time, it's gonna bounce off a defender's hands, incomplete. And it will be fourth down. The
3: six foot, 280
2: pound senior
3: Braxton Arthur gets in the backfield, raises those paws and knocks the ball to the turf.
2: Yeah, Zeke McCoy will come out in pump formation, not to the point to be desperate just yet. Zeke will punt this one away. He's extremely deep in his own territory. Boo Carter stands on the Bradley B at midfield. 843 to play. 21-6 in favor of Bradley. Maribel looking to punt it away. Zeke McCoy waits on the snap. Clean snap little one, two, three, kicks it away. A little wobbler is going to go to the right-hand side. Bounces at the 40, cross the 45, and it is going to go out of bounds at the Maryville 47-yard line. That's where Bradley will take over first and 10. Yeah, it's a faithful, friendly bounce towards midfield. I think the big deal was there is, is Boot Carter standing at his own 50. To, if you would hold him to a four-yard return, I think you're happy with that. So, yeah. I'm, I'm good with the forty-seven. Big defense, another Delosier stop right here, and we can get back in business. Two-possession game, plenty of time. This is an offense that can score, talking about Maribel in in very short order. So it's just about getting off the field at this point, giving yourself opportunities. Caleb Martin, number 12, back out for Bradley Central as they work right to left. He's going to be in shotgun. He takes the snap. He's going to hand it to two. That is going to be Williams. Or, Jackson, sorry, Jackson Wilson the gets the carry. A that's number two. And yards. he'll get straight ahead forward to the Maryville 39 yard line. So Just, that's going to be a pickup of eight. It'll be second and two. Three. Just
3: pushes the ball up the middle of the field, gets the tough yardage. Bryce Goins, number 76, Pressure. in on the tackle. Eight yards on the that's going to be second It'll and
14: be two. Second.
2: Again, no no pressure here as we're going to go under eight minutes before they get the play in, and they just kind of sashay back to the line of scrimmage. Caleb Martin, he gets the shotgun snap. Now he's going to pull it down and keep it. He's going to run straight ahead forward inside the 35, inside the 30, and he is going to fall ahead forward at the 25-yard line of the Red Rebels. That's going to be a first down Bradley Central.
3: Gets past two levels of the defense until Zeke McCoy and Royal Curtis make the tackle.
2: Again, a, a tired front for the Red Rebels. Still, they they are finding every inch of energy that they have to keep this thing alive. It's like number twenty, Mason Ball, a little banged up on the. 7. Check them back in. The Red Rebel marching band trying to trying to get uh, a lot of different uh, songs out there to motivate our guys. They're going to quickly hand it. They're going to hand it to number two. That's going to be Wilson, and Wilson's going to fight his way down inside the 20-yard line down to the 18-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of seven on second down.
3: Tries to get to that sideline, number 24, Matthew Covert, in on the tackle. Check
2: that seven yards on first down. It's going to be second and three. Cohen Babley. Cohen Babley, they're going to call for the tackle. Second and three, 6.45 to play in this one. And Rebels looking to get off the field to get back on offense to make something happen here. Again, if you're just joining us, if you're just joining us, Casey Cobble out of the game with a the upper body injury, wishing the best for him as he has not returned here tonight. But Col- Graham Coulter has checked in and done his best. Uh, to try to wheel this thing forward for the Red Rebels. The There's going to be a pickup of good yardage for Bradley Central. They're going to get a first down. They're going to be first and goal from the Maryville 10-yard line as we're now nearing, nearing six minutes to go in this one.
3: Yeah, Caleb Martin gets the ball to the outside, number 11, Hunter. Olivet chases him out of bounds, but they
2: earned the first down. Caleb Martin will have, I believe, number two to his right hip pocket. That's been the back most of the night. That's going to be Wilson's going to go inside the 10. The ball is loose, and I believe the Rebels get it back. The Rebels turn them back. That's a Delosier Auction Company defensive stop, and the Rebels find life. Number 44, Jonah Arms. But Here's the thing. You don't quit fighting. Don't ever underestimate a Red Rebel as they knock that one loose, and now we go back on offense trying to cut into this lead. Love the play by Dinner Bell as he was not going to be denied. Jackson Wilson's had him a night, ladies and gentlemen, but he just got rocked there by Dinner Bell. Let's make something out of this. Let's make it happen. Graham Coulter back in at quarterback. He'll have Price Davis to his left hip pocket. He puts him in motion. Whistle on the play. And they're gonna get false start, what they're gonna call, against the Red Rebels. Prior to the snap. Prior to the snap, so it will be Funny a half story. the distance. Half so it will be a two-and-a-half-yard penalty. Ken disagrees with you. There is no half yardage. Not in his spreadsheet.
14: <laughs>
2: I'm good with a two-yard penalty, but I won't go three. So it's going to be first and 12-and-a-half round to the 13. Graham Coulter in at shotgun formation. He'll stand on the Bears' E in the end zone. He'll take the snap. Play action. He's going to look to throw over the middle, and it is going to be in and out of the hands of Britton Barrett. Britton was at the 15 yard line at the hash mark, just in and out, incomplete. Second, nice. second and 13.
3: Nice route run across the middle of the field. Number zero, Demarius Ballard, just stayed right there. Good coverage.
2: Yeah, I think they understand that we're going to try to come out fl- firing, try to throw the ball downfield, and so they're going to get in zone coverage and try to make us beat them perfect. 6.09 to play in this one. Again, big defensive, Delosier defensive stop there just a second ago as Dinnerbell turns them back. But now Coulter and company is going to have to get it done. Coulter's is going to take a low snap. He's going to look to roll it right. He's got some men in front of him. He's going to get across the five, out to the seven, eight-yard line, and that is going to be a little breathing room to set up third, third and about seven.
3: Trying to make it third and manageable, gets towards the Maribel sidelines, and number six, Boo Carter, makes
2: the tackle. I think biggest thing is, is you take the next snap not in your own end zone. I think that gives you some some feeling. It's going to be third and eight as they work left or right here on Bear Field, or Bradley Field as I've called it all night. Coulter will have three receivers to the left, one to the right. He'll have Price Davis to his, left, to his right hip pocket. Little three-step drop, wants to throw it. Steps up in the pocket, still wants to throw it. Now he's going to have to tuck it down. He slips on the turf, and he will go down at the 13-yard line. Pick up a five there, but needed more.
3: Good coverage deep by Demarius Ballard and Boo Carter. Receivers were not open. Coulter tried to scramble, just slips to the turf.
2: So it's going to be fourth and short. Ball on the Rebel 13-yard line. And at this moment, Graham Coulter is going to stay in there on offense as we're at five minutes to go in this one. I think you got to empty the cup. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Price Davis will stay to his right. Going to have a stacked up. Eli Elkins to the left. Takes the shotgun snap. Three-step drop. Looks to throw it. And it's going to be caught. It's going to be caught out beyond the 20-yard line. Call it the 25. Britton Barrett, as he sneaks out of bounds, gets the first down. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Britton Barrett runs a pretty
3: route there on Demarius Ballard. Makes a nice cut towards the Marable sidelines. Extends his
2: body and makes a nice catch. Talk about a comeback. Well, that was a comeback route as Britton Barrett catches it sure-handed. New life. Graham Coulter, he's going to take the shotgun snap. Little three-step drop. Looking downfield, wanting to throw it. He's going to uncork it long. It is going to be in and out of the hands of Charlie Manu, and it is going to fall to the turf incomplete. Like the play call, as Charlie makes connection there, he's still running.
3: Yeah, Manu and Boo Carter make some contact about the 45-yard line.
2: That kind of stalled the route out a little bit. Incomplete pass. Yeah, no call on that one, but I agree. Right on top of the Bradley B. Looked like they were tussling. That's that's a little farther down than five yards beyond the line of scrimmage. Right. Coulter had to come in. Casey Cobble managed the whole game. Looks like an upper body injury, possible shoulder. Uh, Again, hoping the best for him. Coulter in at shotgun, it'll be second and ten. He'll hand it to Price Davis. Price gets wide, gets gets to the 30-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of five there, and it'll set set up third and manageable. Earning
3: that tough yardage, just running up the hash marks there. Number 28, A.J. Williams in on the tackle. 4-18
2: now, and the clock continues to run. Coulter's going to take the snap. He's going to play action to Price, wants to throw a pump fake. He's going to deliver across, and it's going to be intercepted by Demarius Ballard, but there is a flag on the play. I think that's got to be P.I. This might be coming back
3: our way. There was initial contact about the 45-yard line. Let's see what the official calls.
2: I'm going to say he pushed off. That's going to be Demarius Ballard pushing off. Intended receiver was Britton Barrett. And Yeah, it looks like this one may be going in our favor. Red Rebel faithful still locked in, still rooting on these guys. Again, 4.05 to play. You smell it. You get a touchdown here. It would be 13, maybe 14-21. to Looks like it is going to go against Bradley Central. But Bradley Faithful not agreeing with it, but it's the right call. I mean, that's
3: what I think. Yeah, you're right.
2: Lots of contact down there on that 35-yard line on that cut. You know, and some would say, is that a makeup call for Boo Carter? Either way, I'm good with it. Graham Coulter is going to have two receivers left, two to the right. Again, we'll see some air work here. Little three-step drop. He's going to look to throw it. That is going to be Britton Barrett again. He's going to get inside Bradley territory. Needed, needed 10, got about 13. That's going to be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. It's another comeback route towards the Marable sidelines for you at home.
3: That's 10 yards down the field, and you turn around towards the Marable sideline. Classic comeback
2: route. Culture quickly gets him back to the line of scrimmage under four to play. Coulter's going to take the snap, play action to Price Davis. Wanted to throw it from there. He's going to roll the pocket to the right. He's just going to have to try to get what he can get, and he is going to be hit out of bounds. No call. There's the call, and that is going to help us along. He gets back to the line of scrimmage on first down. No gain, but extracurriculars may cause us some yardage. This should be a 15-yard penalty on number 28, A.J. Williams. Let's see, it's going to be personal foul against Bradley Central. Good call, Ben, and that is going to move us ahead forward, deeper into Bradley Central territory. <laughs> Waiting to get the football to mark this one off. Again, Bradley Central just as tired as we are. They've played all these minutes just like we have, and looks like now they're, they're getting a little sloppy here. It's, You're good it's You're a Mar- good time to do it. <laughs> yeah, your Marable faithful are on their feet. Let's go. Let's get them, Rebels. That's why you play 48 minutes. 3.53 to play. Coulter and company trying to make something happen, trying to cut into this lead. Coulter looks to the sideline, getting the play from Coach Hunt. He's got two receivers to the left, two to the right. It's going to be Britton Barrett, Eli Elkins to the right. It's going to be Manu and Zeke McCoy to the left. He's going to take the shotgun snap play action. Three-step drop. Graham Coulter's going to look for Britton Barrett, and Britton Barrett, ladies and gentlemen, touchdown Rebels in the back of the end zone, and the Denzo
3: scoreboard just changed. Makes a nice cut towards the middle of the field, beats number five, Mason Gowry. Post it and read
2: it in the morning, Wayne. 3.45, the play action to Price made the defensive back stutter stab. Britton Barrett gets behind the coverage, and a beautiful ball by Graham Coulter. Touchdown, Red Rebels, and the new score, Bradley 21, Mariville 12, and looks like Hudson Jamerson will look to add the PAT. cohen Bablay laid a hold. The hold is down. The kick is up. And the kick is good. The Denzo scoreboard now reads Bradley 21 and your Red Rebels 13. We've got life, guys. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week 95.7, Duke FM.
10: Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blount and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to The Huddleston LawFirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business.
2: Welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Well, if you wanted fireworks, ladies and gentlemen, Graham Coulter just delivered. A nice ball to and wide open Britton Barrett, touchdown Red Rebels. And now it's a one-score game here with 3.45 to play. Red Rebels to kick it away. Looks like we are setting up for an onside kick. Don't know that I go against this, Ben because you got to stop Bradley either way. Might as well have an opportunity to go right back on offense. Like you said, empty the cup. Empty the cup indeed. Looks like this will be number 94 Preston Trenum to attempt the onside kick. He is going to be about two yards away from the football. It does have to go ten yards, so let's see how we attack it. It's going to be quickly bounced, a high bounce and it is going to go to Bradley. 22 for Bradley Central with the sure hands and they'll set up shop at their own 40 or at yes, at their own 43-yard line going right to left. I think he got the bounce, just didn't get down there to jump with it.
3: It was a well executed onside kick. He just didn't get the bounce when it got to the 50. It stayed low
2: to the ground and didn't pop. Yeah, Wiley Suskowitz with the recovery for Bradley, but you just you've got all three timeouts. You gotta play good defense. Don't let Boo Carter get loose and ultimately get this football back and try to do what you just did. Sign me up for that. And here's the deal. This is why this is big boy football. 6A Region 2 may be on the line right here tonight in the opening matchup. Last drive, nine plays, 94 yards, six minutes, 14 second time of possession. Caleb Martin brings out Bradley Central's offense. He takes the snap quickly and looks like there is going to be stoppage of play. I don't know if somebody took a timeout. I see a flag on the field. It looks like there's going to be a false start. Illegal motion is what they're going to call, so it must have been one of the receivers, and it's going to back up Bradley Central. Thank you. We appreciate it from the Red Rebels. Looks like three seconds ran off the clock. Should it be 3.43? We'll see if they get it right. Boo Carter speaking in the huddle. A
3: lot of miscues here late in the game by Bradley, and Marvels taking advantage of it. you
2: got it. It's going to back this thing up. It'll be first and 15 from the Bradley 38-yard line. Again, Mariville needing a turn back, needing a delosier Auction Company stop to try to get back to win this football game. Boo Carter in the backfield. I think he wants, to, he wants to lead this team. Reeves, covert, and all of it ready to go. Uh, talk about gritty second half. This, is, this has been a second half that uh, you got to be proud of if you're the Red Rebels. Caleb Martin with the football. He's going to hand it to Boo Carter. Boo's going to try to stutter out of it. He's going to back his way out. He's going to get wide, and he's going to slide down in the backfield, and he's going to do a lot of dancing, but he's going to lose two yards. Gets up to about the 40-yard line. Jack Carter gets his hands
3: all over him. He backs out of it somehow, escapes, gets over towards the sidelines, and number 12,
2: Hutton Jones watches him just fall to the ground. Well, there's no doubt that Boo Carter could be sponsored by GE. He's electric. But at that point right there, we stayed with our assignments, got upfield, and made him make a mistake. Second and 18, 3.08 to play. Ball on the Bradley 36-yard line. Great job by Hunt to seal that edge. Caleb Martin. Bradley offense on the field. Rebels trying to stop this one. They're going to get upfield. Martin gets away from the first tackle. He's going to go straight ahead forward. He's across the 40, back near the original line of scrimmage. And it's going to bring up third and 10. That's going to be a timeout. Breaks a t- couple tackles, heads towards the Bradley Central sidelines. Hunter Olivet and company in on the tackle. It's going to be a Maryville timeout. That's a Lee Franks, of volunteer home mortgage timeout. Let's jump down to the sideline. Chris, how can you cut this pressure? you got to be able to cut it with a knife. Mr. Hibbs, can you cut the pressure with a knife? Dude, it is electric
7: down here. I mean, just the both sidelines. This game has got intense quickly.
2: Absolutely, three timeouts now, two for the Red Rebels. Uh, how how jacked is this Rebel defense, being able to turn back and and to this point hold Bradley scoreless in the second half? Uh,
7: this this Rebel defense is feeding off this energy on this sideline. Offenses is just begging them. Give me one more shot. I saw a uh, Britt Merritt come down all the way down here to Gage a while ago and said. We got a chance, we're gonna go again. And I feel like that offense, if we get the ball right now, this Bradley defense is reeling.
2: This next play is for the game, guys. Third and 10 from the Bradley 43-yard line. Rebel defense hungry coming out of a timeout, Ben. This for it all. Lots of emotions going on right now. In this two minutes and 40 seconds, Wayne. Caleb Martin will have his Bradley Bears to the line of scrimmage. You have two receivers to the left, one to the right, a stack set to the right side. He'll have Wilson in the backfield. They're going to hand it to Wilson. Wilson's going to get caught in the backfield and dropped at the 40-yard line. Loss of three on the play, fourth down, upcoming. Tries to make a cut back towards the Marable sidelines. A uh, check, please. Yeah, Wilson was there. He he really he heard footsteps for the first time tonight, and the Rebel defense just gang-tackled him in the backfield. Brings up fourth and 11. 231 to play. Timeout Red Rebels. Let's actually take one catch our breath and live this last 231 here at Bradley Central. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smokey Mountain Axe House conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa. Froggy Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League so when it comes to throwing axes these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com that's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today think outside the box and get your axe on and welcome back to the junk be gone game of the week two minutes 31 seconds and fireworks still in the package zeke mccoy deep for the red rebels caleb martin to punt this one away snaps clean punt away clean and looks like Zeke McCoy is going to stay away from it. It is going to take a Bradley bounce and come to rest at the 21-yard line, 79 yards away from a possible game-tying touchdown, Ben. Like I said, you can cut the pressure with a knife. You might can't cut it with a chainsaw. I don't know. But this game is, I mean, it's everything it should have been. It's, yeah. a, it's a battle for region supremacy. It's opening night. The cool air here at Bradley Central High School. You can't ask for much better out of high school football.
3: Yeah, with the penalties on the Bradley side of the ball, the big plays by Maryville, the intensity has shifted.
2: Graham Coulter checking the play at the line of scrimmage. He's going to have two to the left, two to the right. Price Davis to his right hip pocket. It's going to be a little three-step drop. Coulter wants to throw it. He's going to uncork it. He has Britton Barrett downfield. Britton Barrett in and out of his hands. And number 12, Caleb Martin for Bradley Central just picked it off.
3: Had one-on-one coverage on a fade route down the sideline. No safety help. Caleb Martin jumps up in front of Brenton Barrett. Comes down with
2: the football. I don't think it's a bad throw. I don't think it's a bad route. I honestly, think just Caleb Martin just battled, and and that's a 50-50, five and five is how it's going to come down out of ten. I, What can you do? Yeah, you had
3: two sets of hands in the cookie jar, and there's only one cookie in the jar. Yeah,
2: and and Caleb Martin, you know, he's he's had the controls on the offensive side, really been quiet on defense, but I think they brought him out as an athlete right there, and he got it back for his football team. 2-12 to go, one timeout for the Red Rebels. Again, need a turnover. Can't let this thing come to a punt situation. It looks like Bradley wants to talk about it. They're going to take a timeout with them. Uh, We're going to take a timeout with them. Elite Frank's a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here. Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Stevenson Tire,
12: three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1620. Monday through Friday, 7:30 till 5. Saturday, 7:30 till noon. Closed Sunday. Stevenson
2: Tire. Sunday. Sunday. And welcome back to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone game of the week. I'm Wayne Cosner alongside Ben Metz. Pressure, pressure is a lot here tonight. Bradley's come in ready to play. 21 to 13 in, in front of the Red Rebels. Rebels driving. A possible game-tying touchdown and a, a pickoff by Caleb Martin. He's going to just hand it off to his guy. Just try to drain this one out, and that is going to be Wilson Jackson Wilson on the carry. He's going to pick up five yards on the uh, on the first down run, and Mariville's going to burn their last timeout. It'll be second and five on the flip side of the timeout. Uh, let's uh, let's jump down uh, to Mr. Hibbs, Talk to him for a second, Hippie, uh, you, you can't you can't fault the the heart of this football team uh, yeah. they've battled shut out this Bradley team for the the second half uh, gave their, their their team a chance to win it's not done yet uh, I'm still I still got some some hope here
7: yeah man I mean uh, what can you say about this defense it's came out been lined out you know the offense is clicking you know that defensive play that just happened right here in front of me you know Britain was probably about two inches short of getting that ball over the top of the the cornerback, unfortunately, just a great play there by the Bradley Central corner.
2: Yeah, I think it, you know I said 50-50 ball. If you did it 10 times, it'd be five for Barrett, it'd be five for for Bradley's guy. Uh, I just it just didn't go our way. But but we got two minutes to get this thing back, hippie. It looks like out of the timeout, Martin's going to have his full full complement of playmakers in the backfield with him. It's going to be number two Jackson Wilson to his right, hip pocket. And they're just going to hand it to him again. He's going to go straight ahead forward. And cutting in and dropping him in the backfield, uh, it is going to be a host of Red Rebels. It will bring up third and five. Here's Zach Hampel leads the effort. Makes the stop. Third down. Yeah, number – I believe that was uh, it was number 43. Is that right? Yeah, Zach Hampel, uh, he kind of came off that right end and cut in there and caught Williams from the – or Wilson from the backside, drug him down. Good play there. Yeah, Zach had six solo tackles last week. You know, if we can hold them right here, you do get the football back with just a little bit of time remaining. It's a big down. they have all been big downs here in the second half. Kayla Martin with 120 to go. We're going to see what happens here. It looks like the Bears are going to take a timeout for us. 121 to play. Now let's take our last timeout probably of the night. Ali Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7. Duke FM.
13: Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Mirable be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto-buying made easy. 865- 980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Mirable. It's the Quality you deserve.
1: This is head coach Derek Hunt. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Go Rebels.
2: And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone game of the week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. 121 to play in this one. Big third down, third and five for Bradley Central. Maribel Trails 21 13. A little play action. They're going to get it to Boo Carter. Boo's trying to get the first down. He's going to get it. He's going to get into Maryville territory inside the 45, down near the 40. And they're going to say down to the 41-yard line. It'll be first and 10, Bears. And, Ben, that's a, that's a heck of a run by Boo Carter. He he was fighting his way down, uh, just trying to eat the clock even more. Yeah,
3: straight a couple tackles, eventually taken down by number 43, Zach Hample, and number 11,
2: Hunter Olivet. Again, uh, gives give some credit uh, to this defense for Maryville. The last 24 minutes, or 23 minutes to this point of this football game, uh, held Bradley out of the end zone, uh, and really just an injury to Casey Cobble and a couple unfortunate, maybe fortunate plays for Bradley, unfortunate for us defensive plays have made the difference uh, here in this football game. Yeah, and these two teams will probably face each other again, Wayne. Oh, absolutely! Want to want to give a shout out uh, to all the people listening, all the people that make this thing possible. Great group of sponsors here for 2022. As Bradley takes their their final timeout, as they're just kind of trying to get this thing uh, kind of kind of corralled in. But Ben, what what a you know what a what an awesome environment it's been here tonight. The Red Rebel faithful came out in full force, supported the guys for 48 good minutes, and really uh, we battled. We battled full out. A couple plays in the first half you like to have back. There was a penalty in the end zone you like to have back. It's it's now that time where those three things really change the way this is this is winding down. But Bradley, tip your hat, Coach Floyd in that bunch. Uh, that's a really good football team out there. They didn't they didn't luck into this win. They powered into this win, and ultimately uh, they they've earned the right to be the number one uh, seed right now in Region Two Six A. Well, we talked about it in the pregame show. These are two well coached teams, Wayne. Absolutely, absolutely, and I would argue two teams that will see each other again later in the season possible postseason run. But as Coach Hunt and Coach Floyd meet on the on the B there at midfield, that as the, the game has come to an end. The clock has hit zeros and it reads the Bradley Central Bears twenty-one and the visiting Maryville Red Rebels 13. The Rebels will fall to two and one as the Bradley Bears will improve to three and let's take a break listen to some great sponsors when we come back we're going to have the dickens turf and landscape supply post game show right here on rebel radio 95.7 duke fm
14: if you have property to sell or you're looking to buy call dwight or sarah price at the dwight price group realty executives and they can help with all your real estate needs remember that no one sells more the dwight price group Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group, the right home with the right price.
9: You can get a Kitchen Tune-Up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, and backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman at Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football.
15: This is Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage in Maryville. Folks, you shop for tires, TVs, washing machines, and cell phones. Why not shop your mortgage? Volunteer Home Mortgage has multiple lenders to compare rates and terms for the best possible deal for your needs. That's one-stop shopping. Call me and see how brokers are better. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. Or text VOLUNTEER to 33655. NMLS number 1641325.
9: Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo Only Doctor, pharmacy and workout facility. Learn more at DenzoCareers.com/slash Marival. D-E-N-S-O-Careers.com slash Get in the game. Join the Denzo team at DenzoCareers.com slash Marival and start crafting your future today.
0: Let's just do it, okay? Now it's time to recap the game on the Dickens Landscape Supply Post Game Show. A full game recap, final stats and updates from games around the area. One, two, three! Oh yeah, and naming the Smoky Mountain Axe house player of the game. I know who gets my vote.
2: Welcome in to the Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply postgame show as you're listening to Rebel Radio on 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, hard-fought 48 minutes here at Bradley Central High School. Bradley Central comes out with a 21-13 victory over our Red Rebels. But, man, what a fight in the second half. The second 24 minutes, hold that Bradley Central team scoreless. Give yourself a chance to win. Get one touchdown. We're driving. Uh, to get that that tying score and just a great play by, play by Caleb Martin that took the opportunity away from us. Yeah, the Rebels fought all the way to the end, and we talked about
3: it in the pregame show about how much Coach Floyd and Coach Hunt respect one another. They even played the Boys of Fall song at the beginning out of respect for Coach Hunt, and you saw that throughout the ball game. It was a it was a well fought battle by both teams, and Bradley Central comes out on top. Boo Carter really put his skills on display here tonight.
2: Yeah, Boo Carter's the real deal, and, and, you know, I think the real deal shows up in real big moments, and tonight it didn't get any bigger, and he was right here doing his thing. But, uh, yeah, Bradley tipped their hat to Bradley. I hope they, they continue this. Again, don't let this be the best game of your season, uh, even though you put on a good display here tonight. But end of uh, end of game stats brought to you by Cadenza. I uh, want to want to shout them out. 21 to 13 is your final score. Uh, 41 rushes for 183 for the Red Rebels, 94 passing yards, 38 touches in the run game for 246 for Bradley, 210 through the air, 61 plays for 277 for the Red Rebels, 51 plays for 456. Bradley Central. Individual stats, Casey Cobble leads the way in the rushing category. 14 touches 91 yards uh, Price Davis right behind him 18 touches 68 yards Graham Coulter 7 for 21 Britton Barrett 1 for 5 uh, In the, the receiving category Britton Barrett 6 for 67 and a touchdown Eli Elkins 2 for 26 Zeke McCoy 1 for 4 If you look at Bradley Central leading the way, Caleb Martin Uh, Was 15 touches for 126. Jackson Wilson, 16 catches, or 16 touches, sorry, for 101. Boo Carter, four touches for 20. And then in the receiving category, Boo Carter, four catches for 149. Jackson Wilson, four for 65. Again, a lot of that coming by way of the screen pass. And then Caleb Martin, ultimately the pick that sealed the deal at the end of the football game.
3: Yeah, a well-balanced offense attack by Bradley Central. Coach Hunt talked about it coming out going into the second half, there were a couple of plays that could change the outcome of this ball game. That last drive in the first half where they hit Eli Elkins on the, on the flag route for 21 yards, you had the run by Cobble, seven yards shy, you don't get the pass interference call, you have to settle for a field goal, and then of course the first drive of the game we had to settle for a field goal after a flag. So there were a couple of plays that could have changed the outcome of this game, you gotta take this game, you gotta learn from it and look look the next week against West High School.
2: Yeah, a lot of times, you know, the, the old cliche is don't let don't let one game beat you twice. So you, you've gotta as we say flush it, get on with it, uh, take the good things from this game and build on those and then just understand the, the shortcomings and, and correct those in practice. All that will happen at Maryville High School. It's happened for, for the last umpteen years, so I don't expect any different from there. But we're going to take one last quick break. We're going to listen to some fine sponsors. When we come back, we're going to name the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game and get on out of here, head back home, as you, the Rebels have fallen to Bradley Central 21-13 to 13, here in Week 3. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM.
8: Pokies and Sports invites you to stop by their store to check out their amazing selection of school spirit gear. Need trophies, awards, or plaques for your team or business? Pokies has it all. Everything from sporting goods to screen printing, monogramming to laser engraving, and even letter jackets. Pokies represents all local schools with their selection and can create a personalized design. Since 1995, the Tinker family has been happily serving our local area with all its school spirit needs. Check out Pokies online at pokies.net or give them a call at 865 984
2: And don't forget when you leave Pokies to check out the Village Tinker just a short walk down Broadway for unique gifts and home goods. You'll be glad you did. Go Rebels!
5: Are you facing the challenge of burying piping, wires, or conduits underground? Here's the game changer: Underground Connection. The Underground Drilling and Boring experts since 2005 they do directional boring, the method of choice when traditional trenching isn't feasible or when you desire minimal surface disturbance. Your go-to team for all commercial and residential underground drilling work, including rock, is Underground Connection. Fully licensed, insured, and proudly T-Dot and gas approved. Call now 865 865- 406 Don't let traditional trenching hold you back. Call 865-406-4127. You'll be glad you did.
13: Coach Barnes, is that dry shampoo?
1: Listen, Coach Harper, you know as well as anybody that every minute we coaches can save is a precious minute we get to spend at home.
13: Is that why you bring this desk out onto the practice court?
1: Well, not exactly, but it is why I love using go-kart curbside pickup at Food City. I order my groceries online, grab them on the way home without even leaving the car. Hey, my order ready, gotta run.
13: Hey, Coach, mind if I borrow your computer?
5: Food City, the official supermarket of the Vols.
2: And welcome back to the Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply Post Game Show, right here on Rebel Radio. I'm Wayne Kaiser, alongside Ben Matson. Pleased to be joined by this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game, Hutton Jones. Cornerback is is the skill set you brought tonight. Shut out the Bradley Bears in the second half. Hutton had a great game, buddy. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, we just
4: we changed up a little of our uh, of our strategy there in the second half, and it worked. And it just it didn't didn't work out entirely in the end, but. It was, it was a great game, a fun game to play.
2: Uh, defensively, again, you, you just brought the, the power. Uh, really held a lot of those screen passes in check. Uh, a couple just that were explosive, the Jarius Rodgers. One was at his feet a drop, and then the other one, he caught it, but I wish I think he wishes he wouldn't have. Uh, you laid the wood on that one. What did you see on those two plays that made you so explosive right there? All right, well,
4: Coach White, Coach Town, they had a fantastic game plan for that type of play. and uh, they called the play for me to go make that play, and um, I was able to make it, but they, they put me in the position to be able to make that play, and I'm glad that call was called.
3: Hutton Hosky jones this is Ben right here, buddy. Uh, great game tonight. Uh, really enjoyed watching you play in the secondary there. Talk a little bit about those cleats where you went in there and you just knocked the dirt off those guys' cleats in the backfield.
4: I yeah, mean, I had a feeling that was going to be the play, and when I <laughs>
3: saw him start backing up on the bubble,
4: man, I just – I took off. That was the call where – I was able to be aggressive. I had help over the top, and I was able to be aggressive, and and uh, I made the play. And um, again, it was Coach White, Coach Talent, fantastic call, and we had a pretty good game plan in place for that type of play.
3: That's no better feeling for a corner to get a solo tackle in the backfield, right, isn't that's it? That's right. That is. <laughs> hey
2: Hutton, uh, again, don't want to don't want to keep you too long. I know on a road game you got to get to the bus, but. But Hunt, you were the lone returner, lone returning starter on this defense. You, you've had ten new guys around you from a year ago. You've been a leader each and every week, first through the first three. Uh, what's it mean for this team to just retool and against probably one of the better teams in East Tennessee, if not the whole state, uh, really lock it down for for 24 minutes of football?
4: All right. You know, it's it's like Coach Hunt said. You know, we're gonna we're gonna see adversity, and this is for sure adversity. And with an unexperienced group like we are, we're gonna learn from this. We're gonna get better from it. And uh, hopefully come back better next week and the weeks following. So I think this was you know, a tough loss, but we'll learn from it and, and, and be better.
2: I have no doubt that that it will, and this will be a learning piece for this team moving forward. But congratulations on being this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. Swag bag in hand now. Again, a T-shirt, water bottle, those type things. Thank also, you'll be the the next uh, attendee of the Red Hot Minute, so we'll be excited to do that this next week. But rest well. Have a great weekend, buddy. And you've earned it. Uh, you are the Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. Awesome. Thank y'all. Thank you. And Hutton Jones, man, what a, what an interview he! I mean, he may take he may take our job soon. He's a lot of fun to watch as a
3: cornerback. He covers well. He identifies reads at a split second.
2: Makes nice form tackles. I enjoy watching him play football. Absolutely, he he's a fun one to watch. Anything he does, uh, but especially tonight, as he he was really zoned in and ready to, to kind of bow up the uh, the the Bradley offense at any at any waking moment. Let's take one last look at the uh, the scoreboard from around the area, and then we'll sign off and head back to Marable So around the around the area, Dobbins-Bennett, fourth-quarter score,
3: 41-14 over Westridge. Tottenville-Alcoa, Alcoa 44-6. Bearden 38-21 over Anderson County, 21-0. Coalfield over Greenback. William Blunt 29, Heritage 28. Farragut 28, West 38, And then a second-quarter score for the Oakland-Haywood game, Oakland 35, Haywood 6.
2: A lot of, lot of movement there around the area. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, you can't be defined by a week three football game unless you let it. And so I think you take this, like Hutton said, you go to work, you get what you – what you can improve on, you do that, and then you get ready for the Knox West Rebels. That's a, that is a, a game that you want. Uh, I think coming off last year's loss to the West Rebels, uh, that's one where they danced on their field after they beat you. So I think you've got to try to get that back and uh, and, and just come home, play on your home field, a full house at the Skeeter. There's just nothing like it in high school football. But let's let's wrap this thing up, get out of here, and head back to Maryville's home sweet home. But the Red Rebels have open region play and dropped the first matchup against the hosting Bradley Bears. Uh, the Rebels fall to 2-1. and one. Bradley Bears improved to 3-0. and oh. uh, Final score, 21 for the Bradley Bears, 13 for the visiting Maryville Red Rebels. As we look to finish up tonight's broadcast, let's take some time to thank all that makes this broadcast possible. Uh, as, as as every week, all our sponsors in and out of the breaks. What a great uh, group that we've had this year. Thanks to the great administration at Maryville High School, Athletic Director Landon Harris. Thanks for the accommodations here at Bradley Central High School. And always thanks to the sultan of subtraction, Mr. Ken Main, for the up-to-minute stats each and every week. A special thanks to Miss Laura back at the studio for getting us in and out of breaks all night long. But for Ben Metz, Chris Hips and Hutton Jones I'm Wayne Kaiser and you've listened to Rebel Radio if you're leaving the stadium or on the road home take care be safe and yes as always go rebels go,
14: go rebels! rebels run like a re-